everyone remain calm. Back for more, huh? Oh, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. Somebody talk to me! What is happening? Welcome to Jurassic World. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. How long is it going to take for that to spread around the globe? This was all John Hammond's dream. Hold on to your butt. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 311th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we are here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. In this episode, we head out to the tower. We're going to boost that signal and relay all the latest news and community topics in the Jurassic Wire. If this is your first time listening to the Jurassic Wire, Aaron Byer and I will tackle some of the most recent news and rumors surrounding the Jurassic franchise and, of course, this awesome community. So, of course, we hope you like each and everything that we feature in the latest iteration of the Jurassic Wire. Now, of course, all debates and conversations in this segment are our own opinions and insights from things that we've seen in the news and around the community. Stay tuned to hear exactly what we'll be discussing. So before we get started, I'd like to take care of some hopefully extremely quick business. This is a very long episode once again. Um, Starting off here, I just wanted to uh, let you guys know that there was some audio issues on my end uh, while I was recording The Wire with Aaron. I've been using this new streaming software, and uh, we were testing it out for The Wire the other night. And... Uh, apparently when I plug in my iPad into the streaming software, it creates this loud booming noise. So I think I got all of those edits out. I think I edited each and every one of those out of the show. But uh, there's a portion where we're going to be discussing um, Jurassic World Evolution. So if, the, if that portion of the show sounds a little choppy, if there's like parts of the conversation that cut up, just know that I had to edit out a lot of different like booming thuds and things like that out of that segment for some reason because of the audio plug. I I have no idea. But uh, I think I did my best job there uh, trying to make it sound as listenable, I guess, as possible. So uh, just keep that in mind when you're listening through that portion. And uh, if there's any other audio issues, apologies. Uh, Usually it's a little bit better. So I was like I said, we're testing out new streaming software uh, for our live streams and stuff like that that we do every Wednesday night, 9 p.m., Eastern Standard Time, uh, so check those out too. But uh, yeah, it's it's a work in progress, so hopefully we'll get that figured out soon. Now, uh, over on our website, uh, I just wanted to point out Tom Jurassic wrote up a great article about the Jurassic World Evolution 2 DLC for Camp Cretaceous. Um, Frontier was kind enough to send that over to us ahead of time, so we could... I feel like we were like one of the only ones to post about it. So uh, it's out there and we were posting about it uh, ahead of time. So that was really, really cool. I didn't even see it on Evolution's Twitter. I'm like, what? What is happening? Uh, But it's out there and Tom wrote up a great article. uh, So please go check that out. Now over to YouTube. Uh, We did just way too much stuff last week. (laughs) Uh, I did a toy hunt, uh, tracking down some some of the latest things out there in the stores. Uh, Tom covered the Evolution 2 DLC breakdown. He did a full breakdown of that. We also uploaded the trailer itself. Uh, we did a teaser for our book club, which aired, I think, uh, well, what was it, two weeks ago now? Um, eh, 
whatever. I put that out there. I know it's late, but who cares? Um, I also did uh, a live stream, and we talked all about Jurassic World Dominion. We talked about different theories and thoughts and Lego sets and all kinds of stuff. And, of course, that uh, image of the uh, Allosaurus versus Carno battle, which we also talk about here in the Jurassic Wire today. Spoilers. Um, so, so check out that live stream. And I also uh, dove back into Jurassic World Evolution 2, and I started streaming the final uh, mission from the main campaign. So go check out that video as well. This week, uh, there should be a merchandise hunt out there. Uh, I, I don't believe I'm going to be doing a live stream this week. I think I might be taking a week off from that because we're going to have some fun content, I think, coming up in the near future here. Got something in the uh, in the works here, so stay tuned. Just probably taking a week off from the live stream. But hopefully we'll have some more content for you uh, at, at some point this week on YouTube. But I think that is probably it for the intro here. Like I said, a very, very long episode, so I really hope you enjoy everything that we're talking about here in the Jurassic Wire today. So why don't we go ahead and get this episode kicked off with another iteration of the Jurassic Wire. The debate over Isla Nublar rages on. They're taking no chances of a repeat of the San Diego incident. I'm talking about man-made cataclysmic change. The U.S. Senate has convened a special committee to answer a grave moral question. Roger that. one, clear for takeoff. Begin tracking. Copy that. Go, go! Welcome, everybody, to the Jurassic Wire. I am Brad Jost, and my co-anchor for this program is Aaron Beyer. Uh, the Jurassic Wire is a segment here on the Jurassic Park podcast where we discuss all the latest news on the Jurassic Saga and the latest conversations in the Jurassic community. Today, we've got, uh, yet again, so much stuff to discuss. We have... Uh, some follow-up, maybe a little bit of follow-up from last month. We've got some Beyond the Gates. We have Lego sets. Uh, we've got Jurassic World Evolution 2 DLC news. We've got uh, Maisie Lockwood books. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion trailer. That's a little thing maybe we could discuss, maybe, if you want to, if we have time. I don't know. But before all that, uh, let's go ahead and welcome in Aaron. How you doing, dude? Oh, my gosh, dude. Every time I think... <laughs> oh, the wire. We're going to have a wire where there's one thing to talk about. No. Not it this all time. It happens in the last two weeks of the month. And uh, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing old. <laughs> this, this movie needs to come out before my body falls apart. Oh, um, no. <laughs> I had my I had my first filling today ever. Oh, what? My mouth is wow. Pink, my first cavity. You're got my a good first boy. filling ever. And it... <laughs> hurts like my, I, I have more tooth pain now than i did before oh uh, yeah yeah i i had a little high blood pressure at christmas and so i went to the doctors and she's like you gotta start drinking more water okay right? because i'm look i am not a picture of health as you guys can see so <laughs> i said what can i do to drink more water she's like well you should order one of those bottles that has the the slashes and so I'm getting on Amazon. It's like, oh, okay, like $24. My wife goes, you know, you have a really big water jug downstairs. And I go, you're right. So, Brad, I see you, your Universal Jurassic Park cup. And I see you <gasps> slurping oh. <laughs> a piece of Dude. Whatever, this, whatever this 
size this is Slurpee. What? <laughs> this is a uh, Slurpee mug? Yeah. So, that is... So, <laughs> it's, that is the biggest... Oh my god, that is the biggest, most absurd thing I think I've ever seen. Oh my god. Wow. Hey man. You gonna run out like by June? Is that how long it's gonna take you? <laughs> um Yeah. Uh so I'm gonna be maybe peeing a lot. Oh god, yeah, I guess so. I mean I, I just have my like nice little baby Yoda uh cup here, but not as big as that, unfortunately. So yikes. Bigger than my torso. I don't know how much more water. <laughs> I could possibly be you're gonna be to you're do. gonna be real healthy by by next month i think exactly got a, i've got a feeling exactly. i've got a feeling um so yes we do have a lot to talk about today and uh, i did want to mention real quick uh before we get too far into the show i i was like thinking about it i'm like how much of this stuff do i want to put on the list but i decided not to but i did feel like i had to mention it since we do talk about like community topics and things that are going on in and around the community uh, the, the beginning of this month was not too great. It wasn't too great for the community. There was there was like Mattel striking down Instagrams and YouTubes. That that was a whole thing. Glad that seems to be uh, all resolved. And I have seen like other people's Facebook pages and groups or whatever and, and YouTubes get hit with takedowns and stuff. Hopefully, I, I don't know if those are resolved or not at this point, but I have seen a lot of those pop up recently. Um and it seems like just rampant right there. So I don't know what's going on with all these takedowns. It's kind of crazy. And of course, there was all that unnecessary drama uh, from the creator of Primitive War, um, which we're not going to discuss that at all. It was just the whole thing. But I did want to acknowledge that there has been a lot of uh, drama and it's been a rough month, uh, despite some really, really great content that has come out uh, over the you know past several weeks. So I uh, didn't want to skip over all the... The bad stuff that I guess happened this month. <laughs> it's been it's been rough. It's been I, rough. I gotta say, I think I was on the wrong side of history when it came to the takedowns at first. I thought these were things like supplied by Mattel, and I was like, "Come on, man, you guys are. I get you run a YouTube channel, but be like professional, right? Like, don't. But no, you. I saw it. People like this was available to buy, and so mm -hmm. for that, if I made any comments, uh, I would like to actively say on the show. Uh, Y'all were in the right. If you buy it yourself ahead of time, that's not your problem. Yeah, uh, that is someone else's issue. Yeah, yeah, it was it was the whole thing, and it, it's like it seems like out of nowhere, all this stuff is happening to all these different people. Luckily, nothing happened on our end. We didn't end up sharing anything that wasn't supposed to be shared. But it, it does come down to like confusion i guess between release schedules and what are we supposed to be sharing what is supposed to be released like like you're saying if something is available to buy like that shouldn't be a person's problem like a person should never un have to understand what a street date is in order to share content or share something that they just bought at a store you know like that shouldn't be a person's responsibility um and it's just been it's been weird it's been a really weird uh, time for for all these takedowns and and like I guess there was a bunch of stuff about uh, about soda cans that were shared. I don't know if you saw the soda cans, but they mm -hmm. had graphics of all the different dinosaurs from Dominion. And it's like, well, we've seen all this. So why why are these not supposed to be shared? Nobody knows. And, and with all the Mattel stuff, it's like, well, what is supposed to be released? What isn't? We don't know. So everybody's a little afraid, you know, as far as like sharing stuff right now. 
<laughs> I think the, the soda can one is kind of surprising because it's not like anybody has the soda cans. This was like a, a this was obviously some kind of promotional, I guess, a leak at this stage, right? Uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The thing with the toys, and I will say, I do remember this. I, I came across Jurassic World toys from Hasbro back in the day. And I came across them on the shelf. I picked them up. I took them up to the, the counter. And then she took them away from me and said, mm -hmm. you can't buy them. And because it triggered something in the system, and that's fine. If this is an issue, these companies need to start putting street dates on the packaging. And I'm not saying it's got to be a big, bold thing, but like, yeah. if you want the consumer to be aware of the street date, just put it in small print. I mean, golly, there's already a bunch of other stuff printed on these boxes. Just, yeah, it's plenty. If you, if you start making the street date like a common thing to look for on the box, I think collectors would be a little more like, I guess the word would be understanding. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I think I think it, especially with Mattel's stuff, it comes down to like the lack of communication and mm -hmm. like nobody nobody even knows. Like even the you know Tim who who does collect Jurassic who got hit with the the strikes and stuff. It's like uh, yeah, he doesn't even know. Like wh when are we supposed to share this stuff? Where is like why are they not announcing these things? Like they yes that we get like announcements for Beyond the Gates and little things here and there, but like. Like we just, how are we supposed to know this stuff? And I think that's where the argument is. It's like, not there's like no communication from Mattel, um, and it's been kind of hard on that end of things. I think. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a bummer. I was loosely following it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, let's not dwell on it too much. It's been it's been a rough time, but uh, and. We're gonna we're gonna follow up on some uh, stuff from last month. We we didn't we didn't. Uh, I think we mentioned the Olympic commercials last month. Right? Yeah, but um, we, can't, we can't follow up on Camp Cretaceous yet. Oh my god! I've been so busy, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> if you didn't listen last month, Aaron has maybe got through like four, five, six episodes or something like that. I don't know. Um, so there's there's more to come, Aaron. More to come. Uh, <laughs> continuing drama of when I'm going to hit something new on Netflix. Yeah, but the Olympic commercials popped up last month and then uh just this past the past few weeks the Olympics actually aired and I wanted to kind of update on those individual people cuz it kind of reminded me of like uh what the Madden curse or something like that. You ever hear about that like whoever shows up on like a Madden football cover um, like yeah. something bad happens or they don't do well or something like that. So I wanted to kind of follow up on that. Uh, Michaela Schifrin was in one of them and she was in the first one that was the, she's the skier who, you know, saw blue and uh, the Rex. Michaela uh, did not uh, win any uh, awards. She, she, she got really close. She got really close in one of the team events, but uh, had a few crashes. It looked like she had a rough time out there, but uh, congratulations anyway. I mean, you're in the Olympics. That's pretty amazing. Uh, right, right? Like, yeah. let's see her complain <laughs> about it. Nathan, Olympic. Yeah, well, you work so hard and, and know. you know, it's got to be difficult to not, not come away, especially when you have like a bunch of events. Um, and uh, Nathan Chen, who did the uh, Parasaurolophus one, that was like, I think my favorite one that they released. Um, I don't even know if they released all of them last time we recorded or not. I think maybe the Sean no. White one. Um, but Nathan Chen actually won uh, two two medals, I think. He won uh, silver in team and a gold in individual. So that worked out. Jurassic 
score. It, it wins. Uh, and then Sean White, uh, snowboarder. I think he. I think he only had one event, uh, the the superpipe or something like that, and uh, it did he did not win. Uh, unfortunately, he he came in fourth, I believe, which was a really good effort. Um, but he's you know he's still one of the best in the world, who has been one of the best in the world forever. So, uh, but he retired. That was it. Jurassic made him retire at the end of that. You know, Universal was like, if you do not win a gold, you must retire. Uh, Frank Marshall, I, I think, was the one who said it. <laughs> I'm astonished that he is still snowboarding. Like, oh, I froze. Weird. Okay. Anyway, yeah. I'm astonished that he's still snowboarding. Like, the the, the amount I used to snowboard, it is not easy on your body. No. Um, and he's no. been doing it for years. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say it's... most Olympians. You might see most Olympians like once or twice. I feel like in that cycle. So like you might see them over the course of like eight years or whatever, but like, no, he's done like, he's been doing snowboarding since snowboarding was entered into the Olympics. And then before that, obviously. Oh but yeah. Like, before that. Yeah. You look back <laughs> at the footage. He's like, he's so young and, and yeah. has so much hair. It's so funny. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, uh, he did not win anything. Oh my God, you you got that massive. You're just gonna do a lot of spit spit takes. I feel like today <laughs> with all my reactions. Um, but yeah, so uh, you know we got a decent effort here. Uh, got two two uh, two medals out of it. So Jurassic uh, didn't necessarily help <laughs> the, the uh, U.S. win any <laughs> stuff. <laughs> but, let's be uh, positive. Let's talk yeah. about how Jurassic ruined let's... everyone's careers. <laughs> Maybe a Madden curse? We don't know. Uh, anyway, let's move on to our first topic here today, which is uh, Beyond the Gates. Uh, so we do have the website up here. And, um, man, uh, t walk me through it, this scenario with you, because I, I know how I felt when I woke up uh, this whatever morning this was, and I was like, oh, let's see what Beyond the Gates is. Oh, my God. Uh, so what was your take when you saw what was released? Ah. Uh astonishment i think is the <laughs> the word i can use because look, yeah i don't think the paris Ralphus is actually all that great yeah but yeah. this is the first legacy collection this is the first anything that recognizes the lost world as an entity in mattel right no uh well their uh legacy collection yeah i think um, but we did have the tiger stripe raptor from Amber Collection. Um, oh, yeah, okay. in quotes, in quotes. <laughs> um, anything else? I, I don't know. I can't think off the top of my head. I think that was, yeah, I think maybe that was it. Um, but uh, yeah, I this, mean, the tiger this was stripe a huge raptor, su surprise. I mean, how many raptors have there been in the entire Mattel line? Like dozens oh, at this stage, yeah. right? So, like, to me, I chalked the tiger stripe raptor as like it either could, I mean, it either could have been a tiger stripe raptor. Or it could have just been another random repeat yeah. that resembled yeah. the Tiger Stripe Raptor. This is something that's like, oh, this is a Lost World car and a Lost World human figure. This is this is the beginning of something great. Is it what's what? What do they say uh, yeah. at the beginning of Episode Seven? This is how we make things right, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I think it was just this, along this those will lines. This begin that... to set things right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is awesome, dude. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it does because I I don't know. I know that, that we will be getting 
it's not like, hey, this is only going to be the focus, the Lost World. Um, I know that's, I know that for a fact. They're not going to just focus okay. on the Lost World. But I feel like, in my mind, I I feel like um, they stepped stepped up their game. Like last time around, there was a bunch of good reveals and stuff like that. And of course, we got some amazing stuff like the Apatosaurus. Um, you know, we got the Explorer set, fantastic. That Jeep set with Nedry. Um, but this, like, the fact that they branched off into another film with an incredible uh, collection here, this this capture pack with the vehicle from The Lost World, uh, Roland Tambo, my God. And this Parasaur Olympus, yeah, sure. Um, but, like, I, I felt like they stepped up their game, and I, I don't want to see them back off that now. I want them to you know, up the ante every time now. And I, I really do feel like it changed my expectations as far as what are we going to get? Cause I could, I would have been like, Oh, it's a legacy collection. I don't know. We'll just get like, you know, something minimal. Um, and we do have a bunch of legacy collection stuff coming up. So my anticipation now has certainly risen, but don't, don't let that. Here's what, here's what I want to communicate. If the way that we get Lost World content in this, am I freezing on your end? Yeah, it, it keeps happening. Just, just right. yeah, I don't know what to do about it. If, if this is the way we get Lost World content, which is a trickle between Jurassic Park and whatever the new Jurassic World film is, if this is how we get Jurassic, if this is how we get Lost World content, mm-hmm. then I'm okay with it because if they feel that the Lost World is not as recognizable or as profitable of a film for them. Like, I don't want them to just ignore it. I would rather them pad it with things that they think they can sell a lot more of. And then like keep giving us lost world stuff over the next five years. Right. Okay. Um, Yeah. 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 I I, I don't, I can can understand if they were like, Hey, let's, let's make 2023 the year of the lost world. I can actually see how that might damage their bottom line. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's not yeah. as much of a moneymaker as Jurassic Park or Jurassic World. Yeah, I think they they have focused. Um, you, how many years has it been now? Four years of mm-hmm. of Mattel, and they have focused a little too intently on the first film. I think you know, there's been so much uh three and three quarter inch figures and also you know, all vehicles and different like how many jeeps we've gotten like three or four different jeeps at this point um there's been so much focus on just the first film that i really wish they had branched out into other sets i know we got that random like jp3 set that i, I never tracked that down the one with the the raptor and alan grant and the different oh, shirt yeah, like yeah, 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 I, yeah. I i don't have that at all and and um no, me neither you know, there's been little things like that, but I wish they kind of, you know, kind of went like every other, you know, like they just like went and went back and forth between all these different films. Um, I kind of expected this year to be like a Jurassic World year where they release a lot of Jurassic World stuff um, because they never really got the chance to do that. Um, of course, we did get the Apatosaurus already, so that's good. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't I don't expect them to solely focus on the Lost World, but it is very exciting. And I think it brings hope to like, what the line could be, uh, the legacy collection. Um, so so can, I, I'm hopeful. So you wanted this to be a Jurassic World year. What's left from Jurassic World that you want to see? I'm like I'm I'm legit curious. Li- literally, like literally everything. <laughs> we got nothing. Uh, we only got Fallen Kingdom stuff. So we really only got like 
whatever their uh, the characters' outfits from that movie. We I want I want we don't have any Claire in that oh, Claire okay. outfit. You know, like okay. Claire in in her white outfit, but then maybe a tattered version. And Doctor Wu, Mizrani, Hoskins, like all those characters. Um, Humans. You know, any Humans. any dinosaurs, okay. like a baby apatosaur or something like that that we saw in the movie, uh, pteranodons, like different things from that movie, I think. And not even just the humans, but anything. Um, vehicles, you know, the vehicles from that movie specifically. Um, we, we do have a lot of gyrospheres, so you can kind of skip over that. I, I I'll think, say, well, okay, the Mercedes, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, th- and that would be fantastic. Like, we got some really cool stuff for Fallen Kingdom, uh, vehicle wise and and uh, and other, but um, I really wish they would dive back into that era because they never got the chance. So maybe the Apatosaur was the first step into that. I don't know, um, but uh, I was we'll thinking see. the Indominus was the first step into that. And I oh I yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Definitely the I feel the, like with the Indominus, the Apatosaur, the Gyrospheres. I was yeah. feeling pretty good about how much Jurassic World stuff we got. <laughs> well, but Owen's right. kind of confusing because None like Owen. Humans, Owen looks like he could branch like any of these movies. Like you're like, okay, kind of, you know, he works for yeah. any of them. And we do have the gyrospheres. I feel like I don't remember specifically, but I feel like a lot of them are just like cracked. Um, yes, they are. So yeah. um, I want like a bigger, I think there's a smaller one that maybe is not cracked. Oh my God. And, um, <laughs> and uh, every t- listeners on the podcast, anytime you hear me just go, Oh my God, what is happening? Like that's him pulling up this massive jug of water you guys um, i am medically required to drink <laughs> this water and i've been talking for like six hours straight so I, i'm sorry yeah, it's, i get it i understand you man um but anyway yeah i just i want to see more variation from from jurassic world i think that would be really great and we do have like another legacy item coming up in march another one in uh oh my god what is happening in uh april Hammond collection in May, uh, another legacy collection between June and July, um, Hammond collection in August. So they're really focusing in on that legacy collection. I hope that pays off for us. Um, you know, I know that I would want like the, the, the breakaway bathroom with Gennaro. I think that would be fantastic. We, we all want a Lex figure. I feel like a Lex figure would be great, but let's go, let's branch off from there. Let's like, that's two of these. There's only one, two, and then. Yeah, they're they're each single items, um, so I don't know. I want I want Jurassic World, something from Jurassic World in there. Okay. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, back to this figure. Uh, let's take a look at the thing here. So this one, I don't know if you you paid attention for too long, but this one took a long time to sell out uh, comparatively to some of the other ones. Um, <laughs> no, I did not pay attention. I saw it and hit click click and then yep. walked away. <laughs> it's fantastic, like- man. Uh, like the I saw Roland and I'm like, oh my god, that's amazing. Uh, he looks so good. That was the thing that like sold it instantly for me. The vehicle looks uh, phenomenal too. Um, yeah, it's not screen accurate or anything, and it's not as as fun and in, inventive as the original iteration that we got from you know the 1997 toy line. Uh, but it is very, very cool, and it's much more uh, film accurate than that. Why version, don't you think it's sure. as fun or original? I'm just well, I'm well. Cause... The other, the other one had like a mounted rocket thing on top. It had a big net on the side um, for catching dinosaurs. Uh, the front bumper 
came off and uh, oh okay i don't have yep. i used to have it right here i don't know what no I, but i knew exactly what you're talking about yeah okay All it right, had, yeah. had a lot of different features on it cool paint job and stuff that was certainly different from the film but um but this is cool I, I dig this i think this is fun one thing i never really i don't think this is accurate by any means but it, like it says here like a juvenile parasaur and i'm like i never like i never watched that movie and thought this is a juvenile parasaur all of us um i don't even know where it says it but um someone pointed out someone pointed out that like if you on a certain frame there is a juvenile parasaurolophus now whether that's an actual okay. juvenile or whether it's like they size down the model there is one but the one they go after the one you see as a hero piece on screen that lifts them all up it is definitely not a juvenile like but i'm actually Mattel i don't see the juvenile Portion. Unless they maybe say it in the video, maybe that's where they they put it because it's not saying it here. I don't believe. Oh, I'm talking about the movie. The movie, like and no, no, no. I, I'm just, just assuming that I, this is juvenile. I mean, no, no. It did say somebody said it somewhere. I don't know where it was said. Maybe it was in the video for Beyond the Gates, but I, I thought it was here, but maybe not. Um, but yeah, it's this is certainly a juvenile figure toy. Yeah, yeah, but but in the film when they do that, like you're saying, the hero shot, like that is a massive Paris or all of us. It's not a juvenile. And that's like the one I'm imagining this is supposed to be. But uh, then again, they never shot a rocket at it. So who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Which what I'm sorry, what missile launcher did they have to go after? Yeah, the, that, that didn't happen. Was? So, you know, take it as seriously as you want to, I guess, but it does look fantastic. So happy with it. And uh, Roland, yeah. uh, which for some reason, the, the pictures here don't really give us like, uh, there, there's a better look. Um, which of course he's behind us, but uh, but he looks fantastic. Like that is the best Roland that we've gotten. But I will say that I still like the original one better, just because it's like it's so unique and so fun uh, and so different. Yeah. But this is more accurate. Uh, so yeah. I, you know, got to give him, got to give it to him there. Uh, but fantastic item. I I can't wait for this thing. And like I said, I, I feel like they've upped the game. There is like a little computer in there. That was, that was cool. I just saw that. Which interesting that they're going with they're finally introducing this dna strip um yeah yeah i don't i i kind of have some issues with the dna strap or whatever they're calling this thing um this is gonna make this is gonna make uh finding them in the aftermarket in two Ooh. five ten years kind of a pain because it's going to be exactly like dino damage is now. It's going to be like, oh, I found the dinosaur, but there's this gaping hole in the back that some three-year-old choked on 10 years ago. <laughs> oh, like, I just, it, but it really? I mean, it's dark, but like, it's just, what? I mean, I don't know. You, you have like, you have little kids now. Is this something that you can even like really, ha like you have to take the part out, like out of fear of them choking on this thing? Is this even well, something you would ever even let I, your kids play with? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'd i have to see it. I feel like there is, like, th like this is as far, I think, as it goes. So I don't think it, like, purposefully comes out. But certainly you could break that in a second's time. Um, so I don't know. I don't think I would f be afraid of this because it's not too, too small. But um, I have to see it in person. Um, I, I've been a little leery of this item for a while. Um, I, I did... I think I could probably say it now, but they, they did show this to us a long time ago. Um, I, I did get the chance the to tag. see this. 
yeah, that's a DNA tag, and um, you know, they wanted to kind of test test out like what collectors thought, and I was like, you know, it, it's I, I like the scan on the foot. You know, it's not it's mm-hmm. not in your face. It's not something that is obstructive of anything else. It doesn't create a little hole or a latch or something else. Um, so I kind of like just the foot one. Um, so I told them that um, as as a collector, but I said for a kid that is kind of cool, and it does give you different features. Oh, excuse me, uh, different features like that. I think there's like an AR mode and stuff like that. So, um, you know, it is a cool thing, but I, I just kind of wish they stuck with the foot one. Okay, fair. Yeah, but yeah, in, in terms of choking hazards, I I don't know. I'll have to wait and see. But uh, but there you go, thirty bucks. That's a good deal, I think, for all this stuff. Uh, wow, a fantastic car, a dinosaur and a human for thirty bucks. Yeah, I mean, it probably checks out. I mean, these are typically. Like I feel like the vehicles were like fifteen usually. That dinosaur is probably like ten dollars. Uh, so what do we got? Twenty five plus seven ninety nine for yeah, right around there. Maybe we're 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 winning by like two bucks or so <laughs> with this package okay. deal. Uh, pretty good though. Uh, any final thoughts on that before we move on? Uh, no, I'm really excited. Mattel, please more Lost World. Um, Yes. I know everyone's like excited like the trailer, but I feel like yeah. the trailer is like a couple of years out. Like you need to get more Lost World characters out first before you dump the trailer. Or maybe the trailer is what gives you all the Jurassic all the Lost World characters in one bundle. Could you imagine that, man? How amazing would that be? A Lost World trailer. You get that amazing, incredible trailer. Maybe not as cool as it used to be, but still. And five like, characters. And, and like, yes, a ton of characters. Is that it? That's all you want is five? Well, I want, okay. yeah. Well, so we got sure, we got like, Ian. We got Kelly. We have Eddie. We've got Nick. We've got Sarah. That, yeah. So, yeah, that's five. <laughs> I mean, you you just did like that math like very quickly. Core. Like, that's the core. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but then then you could like imagine that though, like a full like I would pay money for this. You know, you get the huge rig, and then you get several hunters or whatever as well. That would be super cool. Yeah, I mean they have to throw a dinosaur in there, but maybe this is their opportunity to give you yeah a juvenile tyrannosaur that like fits with the the three and three quarter figures. Oh, yeah, um, you know we have partially uh, you mentioned uh what lost world figures we've gotten before and they did give us that like green rex that came with like a juvenile t-rex eh, i mean that's not really a lost world set even though it maybe tries to be um but we also did get the baby t-rex in the amber collection came with a few copies um and that does have like a leg brace on it so i would assume if the camper came with anything it would come with uh a, you know the baby t-rex hopefully a better version as part of the Hammond collection. Uh, yeah, probably at this point. Yeah. I, I just, I, yeah. Oh God. I know. I don't, I, I don't, heart over and over I don't want the Hammond collection to just be like, Hey, here's all the stuff you got already from the different line, just in a different scale. I'm like, come oh, on. Like it's definitely going to be that, but I know, I know, I know. <laughs> definitely. Gonna it's literally be just going to be scaled down into the same, like, Dude, you would never have gotten a, <laughs> you would never have gotten a an amber collection Parasauralphus or like they're too big, and I think, I mean, we can de- we can debate this until the end of time. This was yeah. the problem with the amber collection to begin with. I know you were interested in the humans, yeah, but yeah. humans are only a third of the equation for Jurassic. It's yeah, humans 
technology and dinosaurs. Look, they could have kept that line going for much, much longer if they just gave us humans, but also like threw in like a dinosaur every so often. Like those, they're collector's pieces. They're not meant to be played with on the floor. So you don't need all the dinosaurs per se. Um, might be controversial right. to say, but you know, you don't necessarily need them for collector's pieces. Are you suggesting the, the humans in Jurassic Park are just as interesting as the dinosaurs? Yes. All right, there you go. You heard it here. Jurassic <laughs> Park podcast, Brad just Humans, just as I'll, interesting I'll, as dinosaurs. I will live up to that. I mean, the reason I, I love these movies so much I is, disagree. I don't disagree. is the characters, like the characters really sell it for me, especially like, you know, the original characters and stuff. It's like, you know, we've talked about before, like they... They're normal people, but they're like our childhood heroes, you know, like, especially seeing this new trailer come out. It's like our heroes have returned, you know, I know like heroes being thrown around in the Jurassic franchise is like, you know, something that people don't really like. But I'll say it. I'll 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 stand behind that as well. So uh, there we go. That is the uh, Legacy Collection Isla Sorna Capture Pack. Uh, Let's move on to our next one, which is actually going to be Lego sets. And I'm going to bring you right over to our own website uh, because uh, Universal actually forwarded this information to us directly uh, with a few other sites and stuff. And, man, that was cool. Like, we got these ahead of time and uh, had – I, I, like – I will say they sent it to me at like 7 p.m. and it had to come out the next day. And I wish I had a little bit more time to produce some content, but uh, I did stay up until like 3 a.m. making stuff for that. Um, but we we have a, a bunch of Lego sets. Have you have you uh, checked out uh, checked out all these sets yet? No, because they make me sad. Oh. Um, <laughs> it, no, no, not. <laughs> this is not me complaining. <laughs> Okay. As I said in the past, I have had to start axing things from what I collect. Sure. And Lego okay. became one of the things that I stopped. Um, I was okay. like one piece. I was one piece short in the um, Fallen Kingdom line. I was like short by oh wow uh, the Indoraptor Mansion. Oh okay. And it was just, and it was just a period of time when uh, money was just not great. <laughs> over here oh my gosh the freezing is <laughs> ridiculous um but yeah so I, I stopped collecting um and i think i just don't it's it's like it's the end of the world and i feel fine i stopped collecting the legos and i feel okay and well, uh yeah I that's, a, that that's I can a good survive. thing i learned that i can survive without collecting every little jurassic park thing and uh Oh, but look at that cats. Oh. <laughs> I want it. <laughs> oh. oh, it's 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 tough, man. I, I totally get you. I've never really been a big Jurassic Lego collector. I like mostly Star Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. I mean, that's really all I have. It's just a lot of Star Wars stuff. Um, but I did recently start like slowly getting into it. And mostly I didn't even buy most of the stuff. Like some, most of them were just like gifts. Like I got like something for my birthday or for Christmas or whatever mm-hmm. the case is. So, um, <clears throat> I still haven't like taken a big leap into it because overall I've been like fairly disappointed with them, uh, with what they've offered and the price point. Uh, I feel like the price has been way too high for what they're usually offering this time around. I'm not, I'm not too like taken aback by, by the, the price point versus what we're offering here. Um, 
but yeah, I think these ones are. I think these ones are pretty decent. Um, so I would be more tempted this time around, especially with with these you know interesting offerings and stuff. Um, but more important, uh, let's talk about this real quick. Um, we did get, especially this set right here. We got two characters revealed. Um, I don't think I can zoom in here, um, but we have uh, uh, Rain Delacourt, which is this this guy character over here with uh, with the 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 trank gun or whatever he's got this dude um and then this 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 person over here is soyono santos um with the blonde hair over on the right side so they're both on the right side over there they both have trank guns um and uh I, you know they certainly seem like the bad guys of the crew um so that's interesting we got two new character reveals oh my god with the cup um and I was like, oh, that I didn't expect that. I didn't expect to get these character reveals. We also got the character name of Kayla Watts down here somewhere. Um, we knew we, we kind of knew her name was Kayla, uh, but Watts was news to me. The uh, pilot who we see with Owen in that uh, Pyroraptor sequence. But uh, cool set here, this first one, which is, um, what is it called? T-Rex and Atrociraptor Dinosaur Breakout. Um, it has this like auction, uh, a marketplace scene set with it at a, a t-rex it's got a, a big transportation truck for the atrociraptor owen and claire and then those two new <coughs> characters um do you have any thoughts on these these two new characters at all no and i don't really know why i don't have any I guess, like i guess because like i knew we had to have some bad guys at some point like yeah bad guys were eventually gonna have names um <laughs> I mean, right? Like they were cast well, yeah. something. Well, we're gonna have bad guys, okay? Obvious, and we're they're I, probably I, most likely gonna have names. Uh... I feel like I feel like my excitement level. I feel like my excitement level or my reaction level would be a lot higher if it was like Mr. Ludlow. I'd be like, oh, wait, well, for sure, blah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it is it is kind of nice to know. Like, I always like thinking, like, oh, this is this is somebody we're going to be talking about for years to come. You know, these characters. Um, so I like having like a name to the Lego face, if if you will. Okay. Um, yeah. Because uh, it seems like Dejan Lockman is going to be playing the Soyono Santos. We have not seen her in the trailer, um, and then the it seems like Scott Hayes is going to be this uh, Rain Delacourt character. So. And and Rain pops up in so many of these Lego sets, so it seems like he's a big part of this. I don't know; they're just Lego sets. They don't necessarily have to be canonical, um, but right. uh, but they're fun. Like there's this, like I said, there's this auction, or uh, I don't know. Why I keep saying auction, but I feel like maybe that's what it is. But a marketplace with like a T Rex, like like maybe they're keeping it in there. I don't know what what the case is, but they bring in the Atrociraptor, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, we have another set here with Rain and Maisie. Uh, this one comes with a uh, a baby, the baby uh, blue figure that we see in the this... film, which is is called Beta. Uh, and that this is, I think, the first time that the name was officially revealed. Um, we saw it like in different things, toys and and other things uh, recently, but um, I think this is the first time we're actually getting the name Beta in in materials released officially. I actually like this set because I think we've kind of seen this in the trailer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But is this a weaker or stronger version of Lego Blue to you? Stronger. 
Uh, I think this is a much better iteration of blue than we've ever gotten before um, because the previous blues were just green. <laughs> they were green. And it was like, this is not blue. Like, none of the other ones ever looked like blue. So this one looks like blue. Yes, it's maybe on the lighter side of a gray, but, like, it, it, the color scheme is fairly correct. Um, so I'm I see happy about I, that. I see your point. I see your point. I, I was going to say that I think as a Lego character, this is maybe a little weaker, but it is, it is stronger in the sense that it's a little more accurate, I think. Because mm -hmm. you're right. I, I totally forgot. She was like green with a blue stripe, which I was yeah. actually okay with. In because I was like, oh, that's Lego. If it was a toy, if it was like an action figure, I'd be bombed. Yeah, yeah. But as a Lego character, I was like, fine. But no, you're right. Okay, <laughs> for accuracy, this yeah. is stronger. I I like it. I think this is a good a good little set. Um, and I like it that it has this like scene from the trailer. That's pretty cool, and it kind of gives you more context that maybe Rain is in that truck that we see behind Blue as Blue's like crying up to uh, Beta, who's been caught. By the trap and it you know in that sequence you're like what's happening and then you realize that's a trap like erupting uh so it's kind of cool uh this one i i actually dig this one as well this atrociraptor uh very ghostly looking atrociraptor uh also featuring rain yet again hey here's rain uh and this one is uh the atrociraptor dinosaur bike chase and it features like this breakaway uh marketplace thing and then you have two baby raptors with really cool unique color schemes um and it looks like there might be like if this is like a market for selling things like dinosaurs, there might be like amber pieces for sale. So I'm like wondering in the movie, are they going to be like selling pieces of amber to say like, take your pick. You don't know what you're going to get. You know, it's a mosquito with some blood in it, probably. <laughs> no. You got to take take your chances as a bad guy. Like, mm, which one should I pick? Uh, the one on the left looks like it's a, probably a T-Rex. I don't know. And, and then you take it home and it's like you know, a moss chop, and you're like, ah! <laughs> or a... Or a... Uh, dude, wouldn't you be so bummed if you came home and you ended up hatching a Sharingosaurus or whatever this oh, thing is No, called? dude, I would be so pumped. I'd be like, whoa, I didn't expect the terror dog. Yes! I, I would be so disappointed. <laughs> If this is what I came home with, uh, I would be so bummed. Oh, uh, but uh, yeah, nice. You nice. know, I saw these at Walmart. These Shringosaurus. Is it? What is it? I'm yeah, I, th I think I think you got it right. <laughs> Shringosaurus. I saw one, and I was just like, I saw it. I was like, oh, I said I wasn't gonna get this. I and I was like, but now that I see it, I really, really want it. And then uh, <laughs> that happens all then, too often. <laughs> and then I saw two and I was like, oh, I'll be a good friend because I always because Brad Thank always you. remembers me. And then I forget Brad. That's how our <laughs> relationship works. I toys. was so nervous. I've been looking for that figure forever. Uh, haven't been able to find it. And then I saw your message like hours later and I was like, no, I missed my chance. And then you're like, dude, I got you. I'm like, yes, I got you. Because here's what I was like. I was like, you know what? Oh, I was like. I was like, he's going to write me and say he doesn't care. But just in case, I'll grab it. And if he doesn't <laughs> want it, I'll just return it, knowing full well that I'm going to be too lazy. And I'm just going to keep two for myself. But <laughs> I got you. So true. Yeah, it's so true. Um, but this is a fun little Lego set here. Um, any any thoughts on this one? Do you think this is going to be like they're going to be like selling baby raptors in the movie or anything like that? 
at, at a marketplace. Like, this all looks like Malta. This all looks like Malta stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, it's definitely all Malta, except for this. That, but uh, Malta, a lot of Malta sequences. Looks like you can like kind of like put them all together. Uh, not you know. I don't think they're made that way, but you know, nicely you can kind of set them side by side. Have like this big like Malta set, which is kind of cool. Um, this this is reminiscent of that behind the scenes picture that was shared um, of the compies in the cage. You remember that picture? There was like a bunch mm-hmm. of compies in that like underground area. So it's kind of cool. Um, but like th- this rain guy, what 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 is he doing? Is he gonna capture Blue? Or, or beta, I mean, and then bring beta to be sold, and then is that what brings Owen to Malta to, you know, stop it or something? I'm like really curious. I'm really curious. I mean, we, I guess we should get to the trailer at some point. Yeah, I'm really curious as to what role Malta plays in this movie. I can't like, I can't pinpoint it. I think it's just going to be this nefarious location that looks nice on the outside but underneath is a seedy underbelly of malta running dinosaur battles and you know selling them on the black market uh i feel like that's probably probably what it's gonna be um i don't think that this next one really seems to play a role in the film but maybe i'm wrong i don't know this is for four plus so we've kind of like taken a step backwards a little bit and now we've got slightly younger sets here um we've got a green t-rex which is interesting a uh, helicopter. It seems like it's a Department of Fish and Wildlife airport or something like that. I guess um, you got Zia Rodriguez, Rodriguez, so that's good to see. Um, and she's got longer hair this time. Maybe that plays into the film. Maybe she's got long hair. I don't know. Uh, but you got a dinosaur egg, Owen, and some uh, fish and wildlife guy. Um, so neat little set. Nothing too crazy. Um, another one that's not too crazy. We've got a little seaside little, you know thing and uh, and a dock and uh owen in his in his nice flannel shirt from the trailer and then Maisie um and a pteranodon in a vehicle so it's a it's a cute little set nothing too crazy you gonna get this one the, you the, want this one the blue well the blue pteranodon definitely uh invokes some nostalgia hmm. uh, out of me it uh, is nice it, looking it, yeah it very much reminds me of of uh a, a lost opportunity um from the <laughs> kenner from the kenner line oh but yeah yeah. Now, uh, this brings us to this pretty awesome set. Uh, this is uh, only 40 bucks, thirty nine ninety nine. The Jurassic World Quetzalcoatlus Plane Ambush featuring Kayla Watts, Owen, and Claire. Uh, and this, this massive plane uh, and the cats, which is, this is, I feel like I've been saying this over and over, but this, I feel like this set's a, a must-have. It's awesome. Fantastic looking set. I was, I was going to say, if I get one of these sets, it's gonna be this one. Yeah, yeah, this has to be the one because of the cats. Look how amazing that that thing is. It's so cool. Yeah, it is super cool. Um, and I do like the plane. It's got like a breakaway engine or something like that. Um, and it's cool looking. What does it say on the side? I don't know. Um, but it's pretty cool. I think that's a pretty awesome set and uh, not too bad. I I like the um. One of the sets I got previously, which was like a very cheap set, I think it had an airplane in like Owen or something like that. Um, it's pretty cool looking airplane, um, but this thing is e- even bigger. So I like when they they produce these uh, airplanes for Jurassic World. Um, and then it brings us to uh, the uh, the last one, which is Duplo. Um, these are always really cute little sets. Uh, my kids have at least one of them, one or two of them. Um, 
so they're always cool. And it gives us this is the first time I think that we're getting Claire in that outfit that I was talking about earlier with the Mattel stuff. Is. There it is. Yeah, there like there's is. there's the outfit. So maybe that's a hint. Maybe there's going to be more Jurassic World stuff coming. Um, oh, I almost just knocked over my iPad. Uh, but um, but yeah, this is a cute little set. I, I always love these cute little dinosaurs. But uh, nothing too much to talk about there. We do have a ton of pictures on our website. So if you want to see more, I know it's been out for a little while. Um, but you know, very cool sets, and I like that they. They gave us a little something. You know, it wasn't just like, hey, here's some sets that you're not going to be interested in. There's like stuff that's interesting about them from the film, gives you something to think about, and uh, they look like fun little sets. So I'm actually much more pleased, I think, this time around than I than I have been uh, in previous years. So, yeah. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. So let's go on to our next thing here, which is going to be... Um, we're going to go over to uh, Camp Cretaceous Dinosaur Pack for Jurassic World Evolution 2. So, um, I want to I want to set I'm the stage. Very I want to Okay, cool. I, I, I didn't wanna... think I was going to be I didn't think <laughs> I was going to be, but I am. I want to set the stage a little bit. Can I get a good picture here to to pause on? Um, oh, uh, didn't pause on the right spot. Uh, but yeah, I I'm very excited. Oh, come on. I'm trying to pause. Why doesn't it stay paused? Um, I'm very excited for this um, because I actually did start replaying Jurassic World Evolution too. Um, I, I I've been you know pretty outspoken that I I don't find this game overly fun <laughs> so far. Um, it's very very difficult. Um, I ended up the first the first like uh, run that I ended up doing, which was like a f- like three four hours or so back when this game came out, I believe it was September or something. Um, and then I failed that last mission of the, the main campaign. And I spent like two hours on it and I was super mad about the whole thing. It was just like, I could not stop like losing money. I was just constantly in the hole. Um, and then I picked it up after this trailer came out. I was like, you know what? This is exciting. I'm really excited about this Camp Cretaceous, uh, Camp Cretaceous edition. Um, so I picked it back up. I finished the the campaign. It took me several tries again. I spent another two hours on that campaign, um, but I finished it. So that was fulfilling. Uh, I did stream it so you could check out my frustration on that whole thing. Um, and then actually over the past few days, I have gotten into the uh chaos theory mode so i did you the, i did the most which you know it was funny because you asked which ones have you done and i said which ones i did and you're like oh so the easy ones the, and i'm like yes <laughs> exactly you know the, you know nothing john snow i like, know i i don't know anything because like i've i did uh jurassic park 3 and then i did fallen kingdom and i was like that those are the two that everybody says are the easiest and the shortest so i i got into those i finished those off um, and then I dove into the Lost World, and I have not finished that. I was like 70% through that one. Um, yeah, that's a fun before one. I had I before like I had the pause. One, yeah, that one is pretty cool. I do I do like that one a lot more. Um, I haven't really run into any big issues or anything yet no, on no, that one. It's, so it's pretty straightforward, and it gives you it, it feels more like the game, like what I expect from the game, where you have yes. different things to build, different buildings and you can like be a little bit more creative um and of, of course that setting of, of the the san diego complex and all that like it's just fantastic um that it's like when, when this was all announced i was like this is a dream come true like this place being able to play there so 
Uh, very excited about that. And um, I'm not excited about the rest, though. <laughs> I'm not excited to dive into You're, the other ones. The Lost World is the Lost World Land is the balance that that game needs to be throughout. It's the right length. It has the right amount, right amount of missions. It is not overly difficult. It's not overly like stupidly easy. Mm -hmm. It's kind of this nice mix. Like Jurassic World and Jurassic Park, there were times where it was like, I just wanted to be done with the game. And yeah, yeah. once you play the campaign, there shouldn't be moments where you feel like that. Especially because you have to play these things in order to open up all the things for the part that you really want to play, which is yeah. the build your own Jurassic world. Right. And they funnel you into having to play these things, which I get it. Like, I guess, you know, $60 people would complain that there's not a game if you didn't give them a game, you yeah. know, but yeah. like to basically lock the mode that people really want behind it's not even a paywall behind this play wall of like wanting to bash your head against the wall like yeah. i it's kind of a bummer so for that it's like that's the only part of it like when you say like i have these two left to go i'm just like oh man like this is with as adults with limited time those are the two modes where i'm just like oh no like those might be the ones where I don't even know if you would even benefit from the Camp Cretaceous pack because until you can get to the create your own island, I don't see the point of having these because they're not going to be part of the story mission. No, I know. You know, I, I that's what I'm like. I'm confused of. I know we were talking about it in our, our group chat about like unlocking things. And, and then I was like, well, I don't think I've I don't I'm pretty sure I haven't unlocked anything. And like I bought the deluxe version, which like came with other stuff, and I'm like I haven't seen any of those things at all. Um, well, so like I don't know. I don't honestly don't even know how you unlock things. I have no idea. So at what point do I do that? I don't know. I don't know. You just unlock things if you go like into your I don't know what they call it the files or the library or whatever. Like you can see the things you've unlocked. You just you just unlock things by playing. So like, you know, you might unlock Jurassic Park dinosaurs by playing the Jurassic Park land or um, in order to like use Isla Nublar, like in the build your own Jurassic Park, you have to beat the what if Jurassic Park section to even unlock that as like an optional island. Because mm -hmm. the build your own, it's not like it was in the last game where, oh cool, I'm throwing again with a group. Yeah. Um, it's not like the last game where it was just like a squared off, like empty section. This is literally like, okay, you've beaten the Jurassic Park Nublar section. So we'll give you that island to create your own park in kind mm -hmm. of, if that makes any sense. Um, yeah. 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 I was looking at the um, different available places for like, I think sandbox mode or whatever. And I, I had only like a handful. There were still so many that needed to be, unlocked so i have yeah. no idea i have no idea and i guess a lot of that is in the challenge mode stuff too maybe but uh i haven't which like haven't gotten into the that game at all. is hard enough are you really gonna go dive into challenge mode to unlock stuff i don't know i mean i i'm trying to be committed to it because i never i never got around to playing all the other stuff from the last game um okay, fair so i i want to be able to play this and i want to be able to 
but you're right. It's like, how, do you want to bash your head against the wall? Like, how many times do you want to do that um, was- in order to just chill out and play the game that you want? Like, that shouldn't ever be the case. Like, like I, I compared it to playing Spider-Man, which I recently finished the campaign for that game. Um, I know I'm behind the curve on that, but like, um, but I finished playing the campaign on Spider-Man, and I was like, there was not a single moment in that game where I was like stressed out. Uh, I wanted to just shut down the system and give up and never play the game again. It was fun. It was inventive, and I was like going through the motions. And yes, I died here and there every now and then, but I never was like just so frustrated that I wanted to throw my controller through the TV. Um, so I don't know how this game could ever be as functional as something like that, but I, I think that's a good and example of like this This is how a gaming experience should be. Fun. <laughs> really just fun. I will say this. For Frontier to be giving us all these like, I did not expect a Camp Cretaceous pack at all. Well, yeah, they actively um, said, no, we're not working on it or whatever. Right. <laughs> I think they need to do they need to do right by the PS4 players and they need to come up with a cross save, uh, a cross save functionality because with you eventually one day, maybe when you decide, you maybe want a PlayStation one day 5, <laughs> I want one, I decided, gonna... can I have one? Okay. But in order, to where do I, where do I get progress, it? In order to continue your progress, you have to play the PlayStation <gasps> four version of the game on your PS five. And the PlayStation 4 version doesn't have a mix of Jurassic Park and Jurassic World era uh, in sandbox mode. I don't think you can like combine the two. So yeah, and you don't, you wouldn't you know you're not going to benefit from like using the, the SSD and all that stuff um, on your PS4 version. So like they need to do right by the fans who bought the PS4 version, and they need to get you guys some kind of one time only at least one time only cross save. You know, e- email us your username, and we'll we'll migrate your data or yeah. whatever, so that you can benefit from the PS5 version that you yeah. you got the PS5 upgrade with it, didn't you? I think so. Or no. I think so. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I believe so. I just like yeah. If I if I boot up a PS5 and then like I have to start fresh on this game, I'm never playing this game. That that's the that's a fact. Like I just will right. not ever play. Um, so that's a bummer. So you know, I guess which I always usually keep my systems around. So I'll just have to play it on this one, which is fine. Um, but I, you know, I want to use the new system eventually when I do find one. Um, but yeah, let's, let's dive into this real quick because I think this is pretty yeah. cool. Um, this is awesome. Yeah. Let me unmute this. I don't excuse it. If there's any like loud noises or anything, it seems to do that every now and then. Um, but there should be something. I don't know if it's coming through or not. It looks like it's just... This game looks awesome. So it comes with Scorpius, uh, which I think the Scorpius looks really cool. It doesn't like, they don't really show it off too much in the trailer itself. Um, mm-hmm. But I do have I do have the information here. I think they only sent it to us. I don't know. Nobody else is talking about this. Like nowhere. Uh, not even, not even them. Not even them. Like they didn't even tweet about this. Which I think is crazy. Why did they not tweet about this? They put a, they put the video up on their YouTube, sure, but like no other promotion about this this thing. So we had the trailer, and Tom wrote up this article. This image looks fantastic. So like I want to like see it at nighttime against the moon or something. Like 
Super, super cool looking Scorpius Rex. Uh, that is, I think that dinosaur right there, dinosaur in quotes, is the thing that's like really pulling me in. Um, we got a, uh, a new version of the Ankylosaur with Bumpy. So that's really cool to get Bumpy. Um, new dinosaur with the Monolophosaurus. Very cool. I love those in, in Camp Cretaceous season two. I thought they looked uh, awesome. In that season, there was like, 50 of them like i want just like a full pen of just monolophosaurus like everywhere um we also get this which is very very awesome from season one you, you, or yeah, i think they were in the other seasons too but uh, I'll clap for the, that. yeah the uh glowing parasaurolophus which i think is fantastic like so so cool we got a new uh new variant here for the Rhinosaurus, which looks oh. more like the show version i'll half clap for that one <laughs> you actually get the uh baryonyx from the show um, so that is very cool. More Scorpius Rex. And then um, the Kentrosaurus, which is oh, um, yeah. another, me. I think, variant. Do they have they do, do they have this dinosaur already, or is this new? I forget. I don't um, know. If they do, I wasn't using it, but I I love the Camp Cretaceous Kentrosaur. Yeah. Uh, design. Okay, so I yeah, it's it. a var Tom mentions it's a variant of uh previous counterpart or whatever so um yeah. so that's cool there it's he says the Renosaurus, kentrosaurus are new counterparts uh the dlc also includes those eight skins uh bumpy and Kylos, uh, uh the baryonyx parasaurolophus um and then there there is also a free update as well which i want to get your thoughts on this because i mean i don't what does this even mean but uh the free update includes stuff like um the species viewer which like okay what's that then the first person view, which has a lot of people excited without a lot of information. We don't really know what this means just yet, but first person view uh, is, is added in there. And apparently more like decoration choices and stuff like that, like placing individual trees and stuff like that. Um, now, I was joking about first person mode because they didn't give us much information. Are they just going to stick a camera on an NPC's head and you just track with them? Like... That's what I don't want. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. They've already built this mechanic for Planet Zoo, or no, not Planet Zoo, for Zoo Typhoon. Like, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I I hope so. I really hope so because I want to. I want to be in that first person, like in different experiences. Like, imagine getting eaten by a dinosaur. But like, yeah. I can't imagine it's like, hey, it just plops you in, like you know, like you're playing like breath of the wild in first person and you're just like traversing the island and like climbing fences and like no, i'm not expecting like that. that but if they could but, like if they could limit to me to like the sidewalks where i can walk or i don't know i mean i'm trying to remember zoo tycoon i think you could go anywhere you could go inside the pens if you wanted to because you could hmm. ride a car um, i don't know like i mean cart. i hope so i hope you can just like get into a jeep that's sitting there and just go somewhere but like i yeah i don't know um but it's cool that it's a free update. I was joking around that it was like, it's not going to be a person, but it's going to be a building. So you got first building view and it's just like you just as a building, you can't move anywhere and you're just sitting there looking at people walk by um, or, f or first fence view. And you're just like a fence watching dinosaurs brush up against you. Well, they have that. Uh, yeah. And you can pivot your view like <laughs> 45 degrees and I mean, maybe up, I guess. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know I mean, what that means. Species viewer, I, I don't really know what that means either. Um, but, uh, you know, it's always good that they keep coming out with these new new um, f 
free updates as well. And they give them to you, like, basically, it seems like at the same time as their paid ones as well. So no price point, I don't think, on this just yet. Um, but it is March 8th. Pretty Frontier. Cool. I'm happy about it. Frontier, I know you're listening to me. If you can do this, you can paint dinosaurs to look like the Kenner Series 1 and 2 skins. You don't have to call it the Kenner Pack. You can call it the Nostalgia Pack. You can call it the thank you for playing our game, Aaron pack. Give it, (laughs) please, please frontier do skins that look like I'll do it for free. I can shade a dinosaur. I'll, I'll send it to you. Reach out to me. Yeah. Reach out to me. I have do a good job. My demo contact Brad. (laughs) Yeah. Contact me. I will shade them for you. I will charge nothing to very little because I want these <laughs> so badly and you won't open up mods for console. Mm. Please. Please. Would be cool. Would be cool. Imagine the Red Rex just walking around or that orange raptor. Like, oh, so good. Like all this stuff just roaming around. Devil just, uh, Carnotaurus or whatever them, that is. Demon Carnotaurus. I want them so badly. In fact, you don't have to. Be, you don't have to be perfect. Just take the maps that you already have and and just adjust the color sliders so that we can get in the family of the mm. Kenner line. Oh man, just, that'd be I cool. Want it so bad, it would be cool. But that is the uh, Evolution Two DLC Camp Cretaceous and uh, the free update. So pretty cool. I'm I'm definitely into it, and it finally got me back into the game. Who knows how long that'll last, but I'm excited. Uh, let's move on to our next item here, which is kind of interesting. It is the uh, Maisie Lockwood Adventures. Uh, this is number one, Off the Grid, by Tess Sharp. Tess Sharp returning uh, to the Jurassic Book Club, I guess you could say, um, with uh, a Maisie Lockwood Adventure. And this is this is pretty cool. This is like nice and surprising. I, I was like, oh wow, we're getting books about Maisie, and then I was like, oh wow, they're by Tess Sharp. That's cool. Um, Tess wrote uh, the Evolution of Claire, which I I enjoyed. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, you know, it's not as like it's not as intense as the Crichton stuff, but you know, it's not meant to be. Um, and it you know, it's a, a little off of some of the canonical things. If you want, if if it, that matters too much to you, um, but uh, but still, I thought I thought that was a great book. And here we have two more. So this is number one. The second one does not have any uh, other information. It just says number two. So this one will come out after. Uh, oh, they, I think they both come out after Dominion. This one comes out in August, August 30th. And this one comes out, the first one comes out uh, June 14th. So just days after uh, Jurassic World Dominion. So that's pretty cool. This is a middle grade book. Uh, it looks like ages 8 through 12 or Grade, grades eight through 12? No, it can't be grades. Uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, maybe it is. I have no idea. <laughs> but uh, let's dive into the um, the content of the book itself. It says, uh, this action-packed middle-grade novel features Maisie Lockwood on all new adventures along with everyone's favorite dinosaurs from Jurassic World Dominion roaring into theaters June 10th. Uh, Universal, is this, uh, is this any information here? Um, no, doesn't. I think this is mostly about the uh, movie. It's all right. No, it says here this original hardcover novel tells us the all new adventures of Maisie Lockwood, 
as she navigates a world filled with dinosaurs, both ferocious and friendly. So not too much information, but it's cool to see that they're, which I think Tess is described as like these playful little adventures. Um, so I'm excited for them. Are you going to read these? Did you read the evolution of Claire? I forget. Um, I mean, I didn't read the evolution of Claire and not because I don't, I don't want to. I just, um, I just keep forgetting about it. Very similar to, very similar to Camp Cretaceous, uh, season four. It's just, I just keep forgetting. Um, I have nothing against this happening. I'm actually really surprised this is happening. Um, because I didn't think the evolution of Claire, like we never saw a a paperback of evolution of Claire. So I kind of made the assumption that means it didn't sell well to really justify doing this, but that is fair. I thought the same thing. I was like, the evolution of Claire just kind of came and went never an audio book, never anything like that. And, And like you're saying, no paperback, I don't believe. And and like nothing else, like every, everybody just stopped talking about it. Universal really never promoted outside of that initial period. Um, and that was it. Like, it just seems like it died off. Like we always wondered, did it do well? Is it like, did it fail? Is that why we never saw any other books? It seemed like it would have been a great kickoff for all these other characters to have the evolution of whoever, you know? I mean, it must've done well. Cause here's the thing. I was like, Oh, evolution of Claire must've done well enough to justify writing a book for I'm assuming the same demographic and bringing back that same writer. I think so, it's a little, maybe a little younger this time around, younger maybe, but, but, like, but the evolution of Claire was like more like the teens, I think. And this one's a little bit younger. Um, but still, I mean, but still like it must've, that book must've moved a needle somewhere. Yeah. That they were like, yeah, let's kind of do it again because I would not have been surprised if they released another young adult aimed at uh, another young adult book, but like aimed at like adolescent boys. Right. And like mm-hmm. uh, brought in a whole different writing crew and marketed it to be kind of like the cool, bloody teen version of like <laughs> of Jurassic Park weapons, you know, but like, here we are, we're back, and it's like, okay, we're going to follow the female anta- the female, anta- the female protagonist. Uh, we're going to bring back the same writer. I, I don't know. This was surprising to me, I guess, in that sense. Um, yeah, well, yeah, I kind of I, appreciate I, I appreciate that they skew all over the place, and it's not just like a, a focal point. And I think, like, you know, I see it so, so often that there, there are a lot of people that are triggered by Jurassic World and, and this content going in different directions than maybe it did as when like we were kids and stuff like that Um, which you know certainly when we were kids it was just like boys this is the only for boys and it's like i'm glad that they've they've branched out into into other facets and it's like and it's you know surely the uh books were very dark and and brutal at times but like i you know i've been rereading them especially the lost world the lost world is like it's not a kiddie book but there's so many stories in this about the kids and it's a a lot of this book is about like the kids perspective so i i I always find it funny when like everybody's like oh jurassic world is just dumbing everything down these days and i think it's just offering more it's not necessarily dumbing things down it's it's offering 
to everybody where if you want Lego show, you can watch a Lego show with your really young kids. If you want to watch Camp Cretaceous with the slightly older kids, watch Camp Cretaceous. If you want to read these books, like so there's a lot of options these days. And I, I feel like people are just afraid of options. And it's like sad to see, but um, I'm glad to see it. You know, I'm well, really happy to see. They're mad that if it's not for them, Mm-hmm. They feel like they've been excluded somehow. And it's like, you haven't been excluded. They're including more. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. get why. Like, okay, if it's <laughs> not for you, why do you feel like you've been robbed of something? Like, no one is saying, <laughs> I mean, look, Cretaceous is not for me. No one is saying that I can't watch it. I can, I can go watch it and I can get out of it whatever gems I can find in there. You know, I mean, look, Camp Cretaceous... Yeah gives me a Kentrasaur design that I like and prefer to have in my Jurassic World Evolution game. Like, yeah, yeah. Just because the show isn't for me, there are gems in there to find. I I was actually pretty surprised because I I remember when you made that comment about, oh my God, look at this Kentrasaurus. And I was like, wait, but don't you just not like that season like you haven't even finished watching it but i was like so okay you can you can pick and choose like you can actually like take what you want (laughs) i regret that when i came across this kentrosaurus toy i regret that i i only could kind of get one at the time you know like i i think that kentrosaurus design that kentrosaurus design feels uh feels like it belongs in jurassic park it feels mm-hmm. like it belongs in my favorite iteration of Jurassic Park, which is the Kenner, you know, kind of, you know, line. Like, sure, it's a, it's a, it's a gem in that show that I enjoy. Do I enjoy when a character hugs a Tyrannosaurus Rex? No, not particularly. <laughs> but you know, uh, they you know, I don't, winners. I don't think that happened. But yeah, I, I understand. <laughs> You get what I'm saying, though. There, dude, there is something that is close enough that I was like, nope. Yeah, no, I get what you mean. So it, it is nice, though, to see that this is, like, something that everybody can be involved in. And that, that is, like, what has really been missing. So you're really opening it up to people. And I think that's fantastic. Um, but everybody can re- I will read this because I want to know about the Maisie stories, even if it's not aimed towards me. Um, right. I do want to know about it. Uh, so that I think that's pretty I cool. Know- I, I, I mean, case in point, like, right, this is probably not aimed towards me, but I am interested in this this younger Triceratops, like, mm-hmm. and what that kind of invokes a little bit of nostalgia coming from the original book and stuff. You know, what what is that? Oh, for sure. What do they do with that? You know, so, yeah. yeah I mean, it looks like there's some mercenaries, like, in the background. I don't know. They're maybe tracking down Blue or dinosaurs or something, and she's trying to get them to safety. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm interested to hear how this opens up the story and gives her some some backstory for these past four years. Um, you know, I think it's all cool. I, I do want to yeah. point out um, some more information we have here. Um, where is it? Uh, it's up here. So author Tess Sharp uh, went on Twitter the other day and uh, just wanted to talk about it and clear up some things because, like, this all came out of nowhere. And even when it was first revealed, Tess was like, I don't know if am I supposed to talk about this? It really hasn't been revealed. It was just like on Amazon or whatever, or I think it was even on their website, like uh, the Random House website. But she was like, I don't know. Should I talk about this? But here Tess is like um, uh, talking about the book after being asked a lot of questions. And it says here, I've been getting a lot of questions about off the grid. Maisie's first adventure is canon. 
in quotes. Uh, I will say that I wrote it in line with all the Jurassic material I was giving given. Uh, not going to say what those were, but uh, the books and movies have very different purposes and needs. Uh, there are things that we need for practical purposes in Maisie's adventures to problem solve that the movie people might not need or might not need to exist in the movie world. Like, I have these sonar fences in the book that when you set them up, uh, the dinosaurs will kind of stay put. Tangent. This is me talking. Um, it kind of reminds me of the Lost World book. They have this, like, sonar thing that, like, keeps the dinosaurs away. So, like, it kind of ties in. Um, Tess goes on to say, I needed some sort of portable thing to temporarily contain the dinosaurs because otherwise they just run away, you know? In a movie, the existence of, of such things might mess up a plot point when, in my book, I need fences for the plot. I get notes from the entire Jurassic team on my books. Colin and Amblin team always give incredible insight, uh, incredibly insightful notes, but I always will view all my IP books, Jurassic and otherwise, as flexible when it comes to canon simply because I tend to work in active franchises. When you're working in an active franchise that is the that is constantly being added to in various forms of media, toys, movies, games, books, and there are multiple creators, uh, there is always going to be the uh, be evolution and growth and change of the canon. Uh, thematically, I've always felt uh, very in line with the filmmakers of Jurassic World movies to the point where some of the things I just made up in Claire, I look uh, look very purposefully aligned to Fallen Kingdom canon. I had not read the Fallen Kingdom script when I wrote Claire. Uh, I did get access to more materials this time to prepare for Maisie's adventures, and I think her books are really thematically linked with the arcs and themes, but there is likely some stuff in them that probably wouldn't work in a movie, and that's why they're in books. But I feel like Colin and Amblin gave us the perfect uh, middle-grade adventure opportunity in Maisie. She, like many young people, feels like an outsider. She's made this giant choice that no one else could. She freed the dinosaurs, and now she has to figure out her place in protecting them. Also, like many of you, I, as a fan, continue to hope for adult Jurassic books, and I always mention this when I can. Uh, I am not the writer to do them, but I'd love to read an adventure thriller with dinosaur rescuers, uh, dinosaurs, dinosaur rescuers versus poachers, or a sci-fi uh, sci about Dr. Wu's past. There we go. That's the end. So lots of information in this. <laughs> That's probably killing people's ears. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, it's okay. Finally, somebody who comes out and it says in a very long way, it's canon until it's not. <laughs> Thank you, Tess Sharp. You have given the last four uh. years of my life. <laughs> vindication. Where's where's the vindication gift from uh, from? <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Vindication! <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, a, completely, it, it, a completely unnecessary statement that I am so happy she came out and made. Like, she's just done. She doesn't have to deal with it anymore. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a flexible situation, this canon, right? It, um, it can change at any point. And that, that's literally, you know, what you've been saying mostly and i've been following up on you and saying that a lot um and at this point like i've come to the the conclusion that like i i 
I don't necessarily care about canon. I just care that like things are like no. cohesive enough, you know, like, but I, I don't care to like strictly, you know, rely on everything. Like the fact that in uh, the evolution of Claire, uh, I think it's um, Claire's sister's husband has a different name than he does in Jurassic World. Okay, whatever. It doesn't ruin anything for me. You know, like it doesn't like, it doesn't null and void the book for me, even though it's like, it's just a mess up. I don't know why that happened. Um, so there's things like that. And like, I can, I can, I can understand why maybe somebody would be like, well, why is it viewed as flexible? Like why, if, if, if you're talking about, if this is supposed to be canon, why is it not just canon? Why is it not just made to be in line with everything else? So it, I can it, understand it, that point of view because I, I've I've had that point of view. I know that point of view, um, but like like at this point, I'm like, just whatever, you know, <laughs> just make it whatever because it's you. not like they're gonna touch on this point of time. I don't think ever again, you know, like I, so. I'm with you. I I very much wish that they that they wanted to. I wish that they wanted to invest the time, the money, the manpower to kind of create this cohesive universe, but. Mm -hmm. They have basically clearly said in so many different ways other than just coming out and saying it, which is we're interested in making dinosaur content and we need to make dinosaur content for years to come as best that we can. And we don't want to be limited to a map. Um, and they I mean, want to be off case the in grid. Point, they, they, they want to be off the grid. They don't want their map <laughs> images to all be the same in any of their content um no, but like, <laughs> they don't want to be beholden to something they said 10 years ago and i think that is i think that is a fair and and i just think that's fair i think that eventually the star wars and marvel properties are going to have problems based on based on all of this and i think that Jurassic is just getting ahead of it and being like, we just don't care. Like, yeah, they just that that's their statement. Like Marvel at least is like, Hey, we have the multiverse. We can do whatever we want. Like literally they could get away with absolutely anything at this point because they've written it into the story. So they could pretty much say, right. It was a, it was a multiverse. It doesn't matter. You know, like it, so that works for them. Star Wars, they've, they kind of, they still adhere to say everything is canon. You know, this is all canon. But then when you look at like how certain things were done in a book that, that features like Cobb Vanth, but then also he's in the Mandalorian and it, the story's slightly different there. Like, so there's like, they're doing like the Jurassic thing that like Jurassic just doesn't care about these ties. They're not, but, the, but they're being more strict about it. They're saying this is all canon. This is all canon. Follow our, our lead. But then Jurassic's like, uh, well, I'm, we're going to leave it up to the creators to say it's canon in quotes, but uh, we'll never admit to it. <laughs> you know, I just, I think it just gets them out of a sticky situation with the fandom in, in two, five, ten, twenty years, and it's like, it just can you just enjoy dinosaurs? Like, that's really what we want from you. Like, we get that we made Aaron really mad by changing the Parasaurolophus face. Like, we get it, but. Can you just be happy that you're getting more dinosaurs, please? Yeah. Um, you know, I Yeah. I'm a little I'm a little broken, but it does it does kind of just alleviate 
there's a there's a stress in wondering is it canon is it not canon and i just feel alleviated to just let it go mm-hmm. and just be like it's just fun dinosaurs it's just fun dinosaur content like you know and we'll get to this maybe in the trailer a little bit but like do i think that dominion is going to be revolutionary in movie story narrative no but you know what it looks like a fun dinosaur movie with people like cool that's that's what i signed <laughs> up for as a kid like yeah i i've been very open my favorite quote canon is the kenner stuff I, that's my favorite jurassic park uh that's my favorite jurassic park like media the world that has been built via canon like not canon but uh kenner is what i meant to say the world that kenner right. built with all these you know these different mercenaries and and you know all these hunters and and vehicles these really cool vehicles and cool looking dinosaurs like that is the world that you envision like and uh you know a lot of us do and i think i think like jurassic and universal is just like hey man it's the 90s it's still the 90s here and we're gonna we don't care like every nothing matters like it's all flowing and all over the place like I feel I feel like that was the way in the '90s. It's like we don't care about canon. We're just gonna put out stuff, and if you like it, you like it. <laughs> or I mean, if you don't, my you gosh, don't. man! If if Camp Cretaceous were to end, and then oh, oh my gosh, I'm like tearing up thinking about it. Oh. If if Universal <laughs> decided to pull like an X Men '97 and do a Jurassic Park Kennerverse cartoon, oh oh my gosh, that would be cool. Oh, I'm so excited over something that will never happen. Aren't they continuing that show, by the way? Is that show, uh, the X-Men one, being continued on Disney Plus? That's, but that's what I'm saying. If they pull the Disney Plus and were to be like, hey, we're going to do, you know, hey, we, we're glad you enjoyed. We're glad you enjoyed Camp Cretaceous. We're not going to yeah. continue that right now. We're going to do something new. It's going to be a 2D 90s style animation, and it's going to yeah, look that'd be exactly awesome. like if they wanted to give me one season of that, two seasons of that, like, oh my gosh, please. You know, there's even yeah. like, there's even that canceled, like, I want to say, is it, was it art for a show that eventually got canceled? Yeah. And it kind of looks like the Kenner line. You know, I don't, again, I don't know what the legalities are of bringing all this stuff back. I can't imagine that Universal doesn't just own it all, you know, but. Yeah, I have no idea, but yeah, that would be anyway, awesome. So dude. I, guess like, what, I guess what uh, I'm saying is like, you know, if we're not going to have hard cannon, then let's just throw it all away. Like, let's throw the word out of the out of the 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 dialogue, right? Mm-hmm. And let's just have fun with Jurassic yeah. at this stage because I think that's that's what Universal wants, and I think that's what we just kind of need to. Yeah, be. I I wish there were. I I, I kind of wish they would just say that to all the creators of this thing, and I wish Colin would kind of come out and say not soft cannon but he would just say soft the table like it's not we're just making content you know we're just making stuff um i think that would ease the situation a lot more uh and and tell the content creators like jurassic world live tour or test sharp or whoever mattel uh, anybody uh camp cretaceous dreamworks like tell them to not talk about canon we don't talk about canon no 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 you know you guys know the song we're gonna make it He was very clear when Jurassic World was announced. He was like, we are not interested in creating a universe. He said this. 
You Did know? he? I don't, I don't and, remember saying that. Quote. Oh, so long ago. He was like, well, we're not really interested in making a universe. And But he lied, then, though. Like, that's a lie, because look at this trailer that we're going to talk about soon. <laughs> well, sure, but the Jurassic World is not a universe. It's not a cohesive universe. He's he's held up that end of his of his phraseology. You know, but instead of saying stupid things like, it's soft cannon, or, or, or putting yeah. Tess Sharp in a situation where she has to write a pair, like, just come out and say, look, what we're bringing to the table is fun dinosaur content. Yeah. And we're going to do it under the banner of Jurassic World. Yeah. And be done with it. Like, I think yeah. the argument would end. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. I, it would be, it would alleviate a lot of stress. Like you're saying, like, you don't have to wonder and, oh, is it going to be canon? Like, it's, it's, you know, like I saw, I saw in Chaos Theory mode that the Raptors killed the Spinosaur. And then on Twitter, on Twitter years ago, they said that the Spinosaur that was in Jurassic World was the Spinosaur. So is that the, like, I hate these, like, we're, we're literally what's Charlie Day in, in, in that gif or image that like of him with the ropes on the wall like connecting dots like that's how it feels to be a jurassic fan now so it would be nice to kind of have that stress alleviated and i i appreciate and i, I commend tess for coming out here and just being like hey this is how i make my stuff you know i use what they give yeah. me and then yeah. make it and if it, you know i try to make it as canon as possible but like at the end of the day if i need something in this book i'm gonna put it in the book you know, like, and if they say no, sure, they say no. But, like, if I need uh, some weird fence in the book, it's going to be there. And I uh, I got to commend her for that. So that's that's fantastic. So, yeah, cool. I'm excited. I'm I'm I need to get into Evolution and Claire. I need to read it. Um, and I, I need, I'll read these, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely get into it. Uh, it's it actually builds like a really nice world for the early days of the park. Uh, lots of cool stuff with Ms. Ronnie and Dr. Wu, and I think it's fun. I think it's really cool. You know, I think it's a great book. So that is uh, the Maisie Lockwood Adventures. Pretty cool. I'm I'm gonna be diving into those as soon as I can, and uh, hopefully we can talk to Tess about this sometime in the future. That would be nice. Um, but let's move on to our final discussion point. Uh, our final main topic here. If we have some time, maybe we can dive into some quick things here. But um, if we have time, oh no, buddy, we gotta talk about this. But I have to shut my window. It's it's very very cold. Hold on one second. Okay, so Jurassic World Dominion trailer. This came out what uh, right before the Super Bowl, and um, we all expected it to come out Super Bowl week. uh, Well, day Super Bowl like that moment in time, Um, but it came out a few days early and. This was this is I, I kept talking just so you know, but it was okay great. It, like when this trailer debuted a few days early, I was just blown away. I was like, I I uploaded my reaction video. I thought like, and that was legitimate. I didn't play it up or anything. I was just like, I am not ready for this movie. I thought I was ready, but I am not ready. And I remember uh, the other day, Stephen Ray Morris shared like a little video clip of that on Twitter. That moment where I said that. And it's just been like, I feel like a very true statement. Like, I thought I was ready for this movie, but I am clearly not ready. So um, I don't know if the audio is going to play through, but we'll, we'll see it here. Hopefully it works. Yeah, I hear it. Are we just going to watch the whole thing? Uh, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I actually shouldn't probably watch the whole thing. I meant to go scene by scene. Um, let's do that instead. 
Uh, right, me, where do where do you want to start? There's not much to talk about, I don't think, in this opening. I want to start with the greatest mistake of the last ten years, which is Ooh. me not recording my reaction <laughs> to this. Um, for a little bit of context, <laughs> I worked on the first two of the Jurassic World movies, and I have not been very excited. Uh, for this film um, because I didn't particularly love Fallen Kingdom's like story. Like I thought it was, I thought it was not great. Uh, I've been pretty open about the fact that I am kind of just like along for the ride at this stage. And uh, I mean, I don't know if it's to, I don't know if I'm really breaking NDA, but as I, as far as I know, I'm not working on this film. Um, I like teared up and cried. When I watch this, I, I think it definitely has, it's weak. There, there are, there are definitely some critiques that need to be said, but like, I, I like had like an emotional reaction to the things I was seeing on screen. And it, it is like truly a regret of mine that I did not record uh, my reaction because I get to, I had to like really isolate, like, you know, during, during Fallen Kingdom, it's like, you know, you, you kind of know, uh, I don't necessarily tell you, I don't tell you what I'm working on, but there are, there, there are definitely times where it's like, Hey, I can't be a part of this episode. Right. Like during, mm -hmm. during that time. And I think that kind of tipped you off to be like, okay, like I can't push it. Right. Cause, cause of, you know, sure. But I get to see the first I get to go along for the ride the first time since really 1997 because I, I didn't even know about Jurassic Park three until like, it was like in theaters. Cause I just didn't, I didn't have the internet. Like I was kind of like, whatever. So like I get to see a Jurassic Park movie and experience the hype and experience the first, like I get to experience all of that with the fandom. And I'm like, I'm like giddy about it. Like I'm, I'm like really excited to, especially with this being quote the last one. Like I'm really excited to see this one basically with the world, you know, instead of, uh, you know, being someone who who had worked on it previously. So, uh, yeah, I totally regret not recording my reaction. I had a totally different reaction than I thought I was going to have to this movie, and uh, man, I'm excited. I'm like really, really excited. <laughs> Now, let's play it and let's complain about it. Um, okay, complain about it, man. Uh, I, there's there's uh, some critiques. There's some critiques. <laughs> All right, so um, let's see. Where do we go from here? We've got, oops, we've got. Uh, oh, and this shot from the the images that we saw recently, um, and and I know you have some issues, right, with this guy, um, the Parasaurolophus. I I actually think it just looks really cool um definitely different than than before but um i don't know i think it looks pretty beautiful i mean my only real issue is that like it doesn't have that traditional crash mccreary head but at the same time like i don't know that this is necessarily an isla nublar parasaurolophus either you know like, no yeah it could i don't know it could be anything so that's why yeah i don't really, feel like too like, strict about like like we were talking about with the canon stuff it's like I'm not going to be too strict about like 
where this comes from or why it looks away because we we don't know we have no idea where any of these and, things and are I really guess, coming from and i guess that's kind of like where i'm at with it now it's like you know i i had friends had shown me this uh, you know because on when these trailers come out dude i get people that i haven't talked to in 20 years sending me <laughs> messages about that's amazing. content um and uh you know a lot of my friends were like oh cg looks terrible this movie looks stupid hmm. uh wow, the movies really? aren't all that great yeah and i'm just like and this is kind of where I, i've just become broken in the last two weeks where i'm like can't you just have fun with it like do you not watch this trailer and go wow this just looks like a fun adventure dinosaur movie huh. like and so i think that's just like yeah is it is it the crash mccreary dinosaur oh, no it's cool i don't know you is there it. anything is there anything telling us that it needs to be the crash mccreary dinosaur no can i just ha- take my own advice and just have fun with the dinosaur movie okay fine sure i'll just have fun i guess you know you know like, that's, I, I, that's I know a I'm lot at. of i know a lot of people are complaining about you know how it looks really fake with Owen riding this horse, but like I don't really—it's not something that bothers me. I feel like it looks real enough to me. Like I don't see how this isn't real. But um, I think it's—I think it's one of the weaker shots in the trailer. But I just—I love the idea. I'm just kind of have fun. I just yeah, I love the idea of this. Like kind of like we were talking about with the um, with the Kenner stuff and building your own world, and that is a world that is jurassic to you i feel like that's this it's like people on horses riding next to dinosaurs like this is just incredible like this shot to me is just so so cool like i just love this i I don't know if it makes any sense but i love it legit like i started like having like an emotional reaction to this trailer at this point because i was like well, it's like it also has I that John Hammond quote over it too. No, nah, but that that stuff I, that's that's, like, that hits I me. That hits me. I just like I just saw my imagination as a child on screen and I, it was good enough to be like, "Oh my gosh, like I don't yeah. really care about any I don't care about canon. I don't care about bad CG. I don't care about uh weird design changes anymore. I just I just want to see my imagination put on the screen and like i'm i'm totally in i'm totally in yeah again i was asking colin Trevorrow, please prove me wrong as to like i wasn't being excited for this movie i'm excited for this movie i'm in from this <laughs> shot alone so yeah i i me. think i think all this stuff in the snow looks pretty beautiful um and then we come to Maisie at a like uh, a logging facility or something like that i don't know she's just bypassing just walking through um we've seen a lot of Maisie uh prior to the release of this trailer like in the snow in this outfit and stuff so here she is uh checking out uh apatosaurus which i love this sequence and i love that like the sound effects in the trailer like that and it just like coincides with the the call here from the apatosaur it just like looks so beautiful and i feel like this maybe is like 10 times bigger looking than it looked in Jurassic World, but like, I don't care. It looks awesome. No, <laughs> like, you gotta think those people in gyrospheres, that looks about right. But I, I guess really, I'm like, just thinking about Owen, Owen Claire next to the, uh, the the head. Just, I feel like this is much more bigger. But you wait, you don't like the sound effect used in that spot? No, honestly, this shot, like, there's something weird about the camera lens again, kind of like similar to, to the T Rex in Jurassic World. Like, it just, hmm. something's just, weird about this shot i don't know i mean like it's totally fun. like this is this is so minor of a i, I, I think this shot's amazing weird. i have it's no idea like, what you're talking whatever. about 
Yeah, that's fine. I'm okay with that. Like, I like this because it's, like, down at the people's point of view down here. You're following Maisie. It's not, like, from her perspective, but you're... You're seeing like from their view. This is of course a little does bit farther back. Like, does the Apatosaurus tail like really taper that much at its base? I feel like that's what like like I'm looking at my I'm looking at my Mattel Apatosaurus, which I think is like I think that Mattel Apatosaurus is really cool. Like I think it looks like the Apatosaurus. I have there's no something idea, with, man. There's something with the way this model is posed that I'm like, yeah. I like the co- again. I like the coloring though, dude. It looks like fantastic. Oh, coloring yeah, yeah, yeah. it looks really really cool i don't know but about again, the tail structures and all that garbage i don't know i, have no I just want to have fun in, in, at this point so like who cares yeah so we i think do, the lensing is weird whatever we do have fun. um blue and i was at this point i was like oh here's blue and oh my god there is beta like i just didn't expect had, to see beta in this trailer i i had no you had said on some video like oh there was rumors there was speculation yada yada i was not expecting it at all so like when i saw this i was like oh awesome and then i started making like parallels to beta looking not quite pure velociraptor ish so i'm wondering what comes of that what is happening there people are people were like she looks like the atrociraptor a little bit i'm like yeah she kind of does i don't see that being like a narrative point in this movie though like I just don't see that. That's, for some reason. I, you know, I never really thought about that, but you, you know, you're, you've got a point there. I don't know if that if things would change once Blue was infused with the T Rex DNA, the blood. Remember uh, the tra- no, the transfusion. I mean, you're talking about really sketchy sci-fi. I mean, Dr- Jurassic is already why? Really sketchy. Why? Why? Like... Why would it be like it's literally you're, you've transfused two different like so whatever she would have made prior it maybe the dna is different now i have no idea yeah, but, but like, it, i never thought of you, it that way like that that she doesn't look really she just looks different than the size of the other ones if you were in a car accident right and you needed a blood infusion yeah and then like three years later you and your wife decide to have another kid like the kid's not going to come out looking like the person's that like if that's not <laughs> no it's not it's no, come on, sure, sure. Like you're, yeah, you're right there, but 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 I don't know if they were to take a clone of me before I got the transfusion, and then after the transfusion, maybe things are different. I don't know, um, but yeah, who knows? We're who talking. Knows? Such, we're now, talking it's such now, yeah, now, it, now it's now it's out of here. But I, I don't, I don't care about this. I think it looks fine. I think uh, it's yeah, just yeah, an yeah, older version fine. of a raptor that we saw in Falling Kingdom. You know, we saw right. smaller babies. This is like the next step up, um, yeah. but I don't. I don't think there's anything weird there. I think I this like is that. When uh, lethal. Beta months. is yeah. Beta is miss. It's uh, has a cracked sickle claw, which you can kind of see there. It's not the fully uh, formed claw like the sickle, the giant sickle. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, uh, so and then we got this nice shot of them just kind of running through. Awesome shot here. And just like look at the cues, like beta looking up at blue, just trying to see where we should go. And this shot, like this is just amazing. Like this shot to me, like almost looks like what you would see from like, I don't know, like Iron Studios or something and like their fake dioramas that they have because it looks so cool. Yeah. It just looks so amazing. Like I think this is awesome. Um but uh yeah this this beta beta should be a one-to-one of blue if that's how you know because apparently that's how it all works uh i'm not a scientist 
But uh, this looks so good. Looks so good. Science. We've got this awesome logo here. The Ambo, Am Ambo, Ambo, Amber Universal logo. Yeah. Um, Owen and Maisie. And then, you know, there is an interesting line here. Let me see if I can play this. Hold on. Let me go back a little bit. I think it's right here. Forever. Oh, yeah. Wait. It's a little bit farther back. We can't keep her here forever. So Claire basically saying, we can't keep her here forever. And then you see a shot of Owen trying to, like, control Blue and just say, hey, calm down. And they're they're definitely pointing you in this direction of like we can't keep Blue here forever. They find her, we're never gonna see her again. We gotta protect her. That's our job. The, the, this is definitely misdirection, right? Like they are one hundred percent talking about Maisie. They have to be. Oh. <laughs> Just blew your mind there, huh? Of course, yeah. Of course, that's what they're talking about. Has to be, has to be. Like I, on first watch, and a you know maybe two or three watches after, I was like, oh, definitely about blue. I, I recorded like all of my content. I was like, oh yeah, they're talking about blue here. And then like as soon as I I sent out my content and watched the trailer again, I was like, oh, I think they're probably talking about Maisie. Like we're not going to be so, able to keep oh, her here if Maisie, they find her. Maisie runs away to you know, and the you know the test sharp books. It's about Maybe the, that's what triggers this thing is like they got to go find Maisie because Maisie has kind of run off or whatever out of rebellion or out of maybe chasing down Beta. We don't I mean, I don't know, but no, no, no clue. I I, I have this no, feeling I mean, no that clue, like, like I have this feeling that I mean, like see, I, based off I the DNA. Yeah. With the DNA stuff that she's got going on, being a clone, and then later on we're going to see Dr. Wu and he's going to look, like, sad and stuff. I feel like maybe he, like, gives up some information to, like, Dodgson and then Dodgson, like, sends out this rain guy to go, like, capture – and then he maybe captures her or something. I don't know. I could see that happening. But, like – but they definitely have to be talking about Maisie. Like, there's – it's definitely got to be misdirection. Trailers are always, like, leading you down routes that, like, are incorrect – this has to be that. We can't keep her here forever. They find her, we're never going to see her again. We got to protect her. That's our job. You know, if they find yeah, Maisie, we're not... never going to see her again. They're going to te do tests. They're going to try to clone her. We are never going to see her again. And I also don't feel that Owen feels like it's his job to protect Blue either. Like, Blue is a dangerous yeah. animal. Like, Blue can do, Blue can handle herself. And yes, you're right. I feel like coming out of Fallen Kingdom... They, there is definitely a look in like I, there's a moment where Claire and Owen look at each other in that car like what the heck are we gonna do yeah like yeah and the answer is to go hide at this cabin that he was building and they're gonna hide the girl they're gonna hide Maisie and I think that is far more interesting to me than hiding blue and hiding beta like because I feel like blue and beta are, yeah the same as any other dinosaur at this stage like cool yeah. even more excited thank you for yeah. i think that's got to be it i think that's interesting enough and and it and it uh it'll take the the film in a different route than maybe expected or something um yeah. man look at how good this looks like beta looks phenomenal in this shot like my god that looks so realistic um but pretty cool i like this idea uh let's move forward a little bit we got them Oh, no, that's backwards. 
oh, we got this shot of the Mosasaur attacking this cage, uh, which <laughs> I think well. I think um, this shot, maybe it was this shot, was in the um, preview that was in IMAX. I think this was in there when they initially okay. released it, and then they changed things up in the prologue and added, you know, a different sequence or whatever. Um, so that's pretty cool. Nice little takedown here of this boat. Pretty awesome shot. And I want to get your thoughts on this because it seemed like, based off everything Colin had said and these articles that were out, it sounded like nothing that was in the prologue was going to be in Jurassic World Dominion. But here we have this shot of the T-Rex um, against the uh, you know the drive-in theater. And we have a shot of Colin's son right here as well. Yeah. And that's it. That is all we get of the T-Rex. So what do you think is going on? Do you think um, this was like... Hey, we don't want to really spoil what's going on with the T-Rex in the movie. So we're just going to throw like the, the trailer needs a T-Rex. So let's just put the shot in there. Do you think that's the case or do you think this is actually in the movie and they they were kind of lying about that or, or or misleading us on that? I think it would be fair to say that like anything that was the real I I didn't necessarily When I watched the prologue, I guess I didn't really feel like all of it was prologue. I felt like the stuff from 65 million years ago was prologue. And then like, they took us into a little teaser of the movie. They took us into a little, a little snippet of the actual film, mm-hmm. which, you know, maybe, maybe this is the, the, the prologue of the actual, you know, how Jurassic movies always kind of have their teaser scene. I feel like this would be an okay one to do. Mm-hmm. Um, don't don't spoil more T-Rex than you really have to. Um, yeah, I, think... I, I don't know. Based off of Colin saying, like, it, it, there's a video from, uh, I think it was like IGN or something like that. They had an article when this prologue came out. Colin says, like, these five minutes are not in the movie. So the, the <laughs> thing is only five and a half minutes long. So I don't know. I just assume that none of this is in the movie. So it's interesting that they're putting it in here. I'm hoping that like they're just like we don't want to show you anything, or maybe the T Rex dies in the beginning. Maybe there's too much in this movie and there's barely any no, T Rex. No, 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 like, dude. They will not kill this T Rex in the beginning of the movie. I, I, I don't think put they'll it past kill them. the T Rex. No, you will have a JP three situation on your hands if you kill that T Rex sooner than an hour and forty minutes. <laughs> into the film yeah look i understand i'm just putting out a plausible outcome here but like i i don't know i i because i think you lift me up brad just to tear me down look i'll I'll build you back up i'll build you back up because what the the prologue sets up is this grudge match right of the giganotosaurus versus the t-rex um it seems like they're setting up a grudge match grudge match where the giga you know just kills the t-rex in the beginning that blood goes on to create this T-Rex here. And then it, it, it would make you think that they're setting up a fact where the T-Rex will beat the Giganotosaurus in the future. But I don't know. It's weird that they haven't shown any of any anything else other than this moment. So I kind of hope this is not in the movie. I really don't want this to be in the movie because I've seen it. I, I want something else. Give me something fresh, you know? It's like 20 frames of a movie. Sure, whatever. Put it in. I don't care. No, no. It's like the whole... The whole, Oh, I don't have it up here, but the whole... Oh, the whole this sequence, whole yeah. sequence. I don't want this whole sequence in there. We already saw it. 
But I definitely could, like you're saying, see the movie open and up, open up that way, where it's like the movie opens on that shot of the helicopter, and then it's, you know, the first five, yeah, three minutes or whatever are just that sequence, and then it, you know, the guy's like, well, we can't find her anymore, and then it cuts to the Jurassic World Dominion logo, and then it's like the start of the movie. Um, but I don't know. It's interesting though. I think it's interesting that it's in the trailer. Um, but then of course we do get this nice dig site here. You got some boots walking in. Who could it be? Who who do we think is holding this red handkerchief here? Do we think do we know anybody? And then how did you feel, man? Let me know how you felt when you saw Ellie and Alan. Uh, Come on, give it up. I Fine, I guess. Like, oh, come on. fine. Yeah, this you are a monster. This has not been something that I've been like <laughs> needing. Like, I, I, I need good story. I need realistic dinosaurs. Like, I need, mm-hmm. uh, I need to be excited about like the the designs of everything. Like, needing this like Avengers team up. Um, I, I didn't need it until until the final shot of this trailer or whatever. And then I was like, Oh, you proved me wrong. I need this. (laughs) So like at this point when I'm watching this, I'm like, Hey, this is great. They're back. Like we've seen bringing back these actors in inferior films to Jurassic park. So sure. Like the seeing them back doesn't necessarily make me go, Oh, this is going to be a great movie because in my mind, I'm like, well, we've seen Alan Grant in a Jurassic park film. That's not the original. And it wasn't great. We've seen, Ian Malcolm in a Jurassic Park film that is obviously inferior to the original. I shouldn't uh, say obviously inferior. Um, I feel like what? Lost World is like what? there's like a split. Yeah, excuse I mean, like, me. I think excuse the Lost me? World is. Infer- I'm not saying it's not good. I think here's the thing. I think I might be recording the wires solo from now on. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not good. I'm not saying it's not great. But I have Jurassic Park on such a high pedestal. Okay. I have the original on such a high pedestal mm-hmm. that like nothing can beat it. So. Okay. Am I excited these people are back? Yes. Let's hear what they have. Because of that because of that <laughs> final Ellie Settler. I had to cut you off. There you go. Ellie Settler. Come out all this way just to catch up now, did you? you I love that. Out. I love that line. And that oh, and this... that is a moment too where I was like, Oh, I love this dynamic between these characters. Like Yeah. He is begrudgingly like, No, I don't want to go back. I've experienced this. I've experienced this twice already. Like, and look at this. He's not, he's not mad. He's not, he's not happy. He's curious. And that to me is like, that to me is like Alan Grant. Like that right there is like an Alan Grant look if I ever saw one. And I kind of dig this idea that she like eggs him on. Like, are you coming? Mm-hmm. Like, like, if there's, if there's anybody, it would be her, you know? Right, it, right, exactly. And so, like, again, yeah. seeing them together, like, it, see, seeing them back in the movie, not all that, like, doesn't get oh me all that God. excited. It's it's this You're it's crazy. this dynamic that they have. It's this, it's this like, <laughs> they are the characters from 20 years ago. Yeah, like, I mean, he looks is, fantastic in this shot. Like, this is Alan Grant. Like, yes, he hasn't right. skipped a beat. Same thing with her. I mean, like, this is just them, and it's fantastic. Right. Um, and I... I think it's interesting, like, you know, they, they bring, they bring her into this trailer, into this trailer, and, like, she does have a ring on her finger, there is a ring, 
that is, yes, that is the left hand, and that is the ring finger. I, I think people have pointed out that it might be a different ring than the one she was wearing in Jurassic Park 3. But I don't know. I don't know. I so mean, look, is, if, is, if, what's going on here? If Marvel can stick a Hulk in a trailer just to replace him completely down the line <laughs> with a, a robot, yeah. uh, then they can for sure <laughs> put a ring on it and then just get it out later. Whatever. You want to get picky up? Sure. Whatever. So she's still married. Like, who cares? But just, oh man, just they're, she's still kind of like, she's still kind of poking at him like she did in the, in the original film. You know, he's still, oh, it's just that they yep. feel like they're characters and that's what gets me like, and it's going to get even better. Like, yeah. The dynamic, trailer, the dynamic's like, perfect. Uh, you do have the original picture of them too. Look, you can see it over on the right over here, yeah. uh, which is fantastic. You do have the resonating chamber from Jurassic Park three over here, which is also fantastic. Um, Why is people it on the are, table? How? Look, man. Hey, if you know dinosaurs are out in the world, which they have been for several years now, so he knows. He's like, dude, I gotta keep this thing ready, out on the table. It's do not you, in a cabinet. Well, it is there on display. Smart. If he was smart, he would have started mass producing this thing, you know, and selling them like duck calls. You know, he'd have been oh Dino God, yeah. Dynasty. Maybe they do. Dino Maybe Dynasty. they do. They had and a 3D printer. They could do it. It might take a long time, right? but <laughs> people are saying that uh, this uh, this dinosaur over here on this graph on this paper is the Giganotosaurus. I think. Um, I don't sure. know. I can't say for sure, but. Um, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff in this scene. It looks like really lived in. It looks real. Um, fantastic. And look at how out of breath he is. Ellie Sadler. You know, he just saw her for the first time in a long time. And she's maybe still married. So, interesting. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, so good. And then this summer, uh, we've got, again, this is a shot that, like, is phenomenal. Also, not filmed by Colin Trevorrow, but uh, what are you going to do? This is a stock footage kind of thing that they they bought and put into the movie uh, and added Paris or all of this. There, there's this. This is like, like it looks like a Molson. It looks like a beer commercial. Yeah, dude, it probably was at some point. Like it literally <laughs> yeah. just these the the horses are there in the, in the stock footage, but they added in these parasaurs, and it's just like a, a beautiful shot that fits perfectly into this movie. Like it's so good yeah. and. It's not the first time. I mean, they, they did it in Fallen Kingdom, um, and they did it in Battle at Big Rock. Uh, the Fallen Kingdom one was the uh, the surfing sequence was just stock footage that they added in the Mosasaur. Um, yeah. And then the I think it was like a few different sequences at the end of Battle at Big Rock were just like uh, like those, those cell phone footage clips. Um, here yeah. we have the, uh, what do you call this thing? The Therizinosaurus looking real tall, real big. Stare, and it's like staring at Clara as she's like crawling towards the water. This, and I'm like, that it's Caesar, right? <laughs> this is the beginning of me going, stop showing me things. Stop showing. There's so much in this trailer. Like, what's mm -hmm. left in this movie? Oh my gosh, what's left in this movie? <sighs> See, I feel like there's, I still feel comfortable enough right now. I know we're going to get out of control soon, but like, I still feel comfortable enough that I, I don't know en enough. You know that that they haven't revealed too much. Um, it seems like they are just around the corner in obviously this biome from Camp Cretaceous. They're probably on Cash Don't Island even. right now. Don't even. Don't. <laughs> Don't. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but we've got uh, Kayla Watts here with Owen. 
staring down uh, that Therizinosaurus, it looks like. Uh, can you see them anywhere else in this? I forget. No. Um, so Dude, I'm just guessing. that's such an awesome shot. It's such this, an awesome shot. Yeah, that is so cool. Dude, it's like, so cool. Claire's not really in this trailer a ton because she probably gets her head bitten off right in this moment. <laughs> they were like, we... We brought in Ellie Sattler. We've we've met our woman quota for this movie, so oh, God. Uh, we can only have one. We no. can only have one. No. And uh, I'm sorry, Claire. You're, <laughs> that's uh, that's that typically yeah. is how Jurassic works, so, huh? Um, but uh, here we have. Uh, Ian, yeah, I know. Unfortunately, uh, we have Ian Malcolm here, um, looking fantastic as always, uh, looking just I... as Ian Malcolm as ever. I liked the beard in the second movie, mm -hmm. but this to me is like book Ian Malcolm where they describe him as like a rock star. Like he thinks he's a rock star because mathematicians think they're rock stars. And like, I feel like this is how Ian Malcolm ages mm -hmm. still dressing slick as ever, st you know, still yeah. thinks he's a rock star. Uh, you know, uh, it just dude looks awesome. Yeah. I can't, it's yeah. so good. I don't know what he's doing here, whether he's just like in an apartment or he's like giving a TED talk. I have no idea. <laughs> but uh, I want to hear what he's... Oh, this actually... Well, yeah, that was the wrong way. Let me see what, what he's saying. Play. We not only lack dominion over nature, we're subordinate to it. So that, that's a fantastic little line right there. Not only lack... Yeah dominion saying the name of the movie pretty much uh fantastic um but this is interesting we've got a shot here of what clearly is Maisie, right checking out this, some DNA this is strands. something i'm worried about this is something i'm worried about like what do you think's going on oh here? how do, well it's like how do we make science fiction uh digestible to a child let's let's do an ipad game where you switch out uh, DNA strands like it's it's almost as ridiculous as like the Spider-Man minigame in in the new Spider-Man game like uh, it's like yeah. how, how can we make yeah. something really complex seem really simple oh let's do a touchscreen <laughs> where you just it's like yeah because like let's look at that it's BRCA2 it's like oh we want the we want the skin color to be green and not red so we're going to switch out the red dna strand for the green or whatever vice versa whatever's happening in this shot um it just seems i get it it's necessary but um i mean who knows yeah. I, we don't know it's not I, this is not like i think she's gotta be in some facility um you know maybe she's kidnapped at some point and maybe she's in like a biosyn facility and uh you know she comes across the computer like she did in the in fallen kingdom you know she snuck down into the lab and um, copied somebody's code or whatever and got down there, checked out some video and, and stuff like that. So it's not unusual for her to have done something like this. So it's interesting. I wonder what this is for. Like, is this them I mean, testing her DNA and, and switching it out for other people or something like that? Like, what is this? I have no idea. I, I can't wait to find out. This is the beginning of the human, the human dino hybrid. That person Maybe. is wearing pink. Now Maisie doesn't seem to be wearing pink. Is this no? Brooklyn? She she. This is, is a this Brooklyn. This is Brooklyn. Oh my god, dude. No, come is on. This that, that that wouldn't be past Brooklyn either. Brooklyn would certainly do the same thing. But no, this is uh, her red sweatshirt that she has on over under her green coat. Let's go back. 
Go, roll the tape. Looks pink. Looks pink to me. Look at this right here. Maybe it's pink, but it's it's a you know a purpley pink reddish hoodie underneath right, her fine. green jacket. So, <laughs> but for the record, I'm okay with it not being Brooklyn. Obviously, it's not Brooklyn, um, but there it is, right there, Brooklyn herself, <laughs> uh, Maisie. And then uh, we cut to Doctor Wu. Just... Oh, look at this! Look at this guy, man. He is dude. Not Wong happy. Looks really good with long hair. Like, yeah, he's killing it, dude. Dude, look, yeah, exactly, killing it. Um, and he's who do who do you think he's staring at? Is he just so happen to be staring at Dodson? Got a guy I mean, in a suit yeah, there. I mean, he got a suit, maybe. Nice yeah. pinstripe suit there. Um, and he's in his lab facility. I feel like he is just being talked down to. You know, he's he's probably here against his will or something like that, and he has no other route to go. He's a disgraced scientist, and, and maybe Dr. Uh, or Dodgson is making him do things that he doesn't want to do, and maybe he'll turn around in the end and help save the day or something like that. So B.D. Wong has been really open about the fact he wants his character to have kind of the, the book ending well, for the character. he says there's like an ultimate, like a nice conclusion or something like that for that character, yeah. Okay. Um, do we feel that like, does, does Wu have a redemption in this film? I think so. Like, what could redeem him at this point? Um... I don't think anything look, I don't think there's gonna be like an ultimate redemption for him. Like it's like a Darth Vader redemption, right? Like but not to that extent because he didn't mass murder like hundreds of thousands of Jedi across the galaxy. But like, you know, he's got that same quality where like you you save Darth Vader in the end and he helps save you know, he helps kill the Emperor and uh throws them down the well spoilers for return of the jedi if you haven't seen that <laughs> so sorry i didn't mean to, to ruin that for you but uh you know he helps you know save the day and at the end of the day like luke has his moment with his father he gets to say goodbye and like he's redeemed at that moment but like it doesn't erase his history i think that's the same thing here where he's he's redeemed in the end he does something to maybe corner dodgson in a room like like they do in the lost world you know how they 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 certainly like you know ian and sarah are probably murderers <laughs> because of what they did to like ludlow they like put him you know i feel like they probably like forced him down there in a way and like he was killed by the the t-rex um i feel like maybe there's maybe. something similar to that where like he's like hey uh I'm going to lock myself behind this gate, but leave it open for you to die or something like that. I don't know. I could okay. see him and, and saving himself. Maybe he dies in the end. Um, I could see something like that. But, you know, I just can't help but want that egg moment from, from the Jurassic Park book. I like, I really want yeah. that to happen. Like so, so bad. I just want that on record constantly that I want Alan Grant in this Biosyn facility injecting eggs and then throwing them at the atrociraptors to kill them. Like how cool is that? I think it's the perfect opportunity because they've made velociraptors in this franchise be kind of like the hero dinos now. And mm -hmm. I think you have such a perfect opportunity because they, they seem to be making the atrociraptors, the new quote bad guys. And like, you're okay with Alan Grant basically killing an atrociraptor egg and throwing it at an Atrociraptor. Are you okay with Alan Grant injecting a Velociraptor egg 
and throwing it, or I guess really any egg, and throwing yeah, it. Yeah, I don't, I don't really I care. Like... I don't really care at this point <laughs> what it is. Um, you know, maybe if it's if it were like blues eggs or something like that, that would be like, ah, oh, come on. But like, I don't know, like any old Atrociraptor egg. Dude, I, don't, I don't know who that is. Where are we at in this trailer? Because this trailer just keeps <laughs> this trailer just keeps giving and giving yeah. and giving as we go. Speaping of a trusser out there, you have Claire running away from look now. At that. Now like, it's uncharted. Oh, dude, Give it yeah, to me. I, it is. Yeah, and look at this trusser. I know it's super blurry, but like this design is like straight up the Lost World, dude. It is like that's Tiger Stripe a trusser out there. There, look at that yeah. thing. It is so good. Oh, and this running sequence. This is also like Jason Bourne or James Bond. Mostly James Bond. I like the newer James Bond movies. I have this same vibe. Like, look, yeah, dude, I just this is thinking, Lost like, World right here. Like, come on. I gotta. I can't get, like, a good shot of this thing. It's just so fast. It's like, It reminds me of, like, Aquaman. Oh, yeah, yeah. That sequence, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is, this is just amazing. Like, everything about this, like, looks fantastic, too. Like, so real. Like, look at that. That looks so realistic, just flying across. And definitely vibes of, like, the, the raptors jumping out of the long grass too like mm-hmm. that jump there the velociraptors but um again this is this this is the part where claire dies again um experience the epic conclusion so we got the epic conclusion coming uh-huh and we, then we have the apple headquarters um this, this is what i was like is this umbrella is this like the umbrella corp like what is going on dude can we dissect this building right here let's do it man what do you got all right, we know that we know that uh, Lewis Dawson's in this movie. Is this is this Biosyn headquarters? Of All course, right? yes, absolutely, hundred percent, hundred percent, no question. Look at like look at the fields on top. Like they're storing dinosaurs up there, right? Like they've got. Do you think? I don't got, think so. Why else would you have a bunch of trees on top of a on top of a building like that? Like, look how small those like. There's got to be some kind of dino storage. Dude, do you not? There. Do you not see like modern buildings? They all have like grass on them now. <laughs> I feel like not to that point. No, like, maybe not to this extent. But uh, I don't know. Do Do you think they need to be hidden? Are they trying to hide themselves? It's not like too hidden, like. Because there's all this mecha- uh, metal stuff all over the place, and obviously, like, so they're like, not no, hiding. I think, camouflage. I think it's like, I think it's like, hey, let's keep some of the smaller animals in this, in this like f- sectioned off field on top of the building. Okay, I don't know. They I think a, it's just a visual thing more than anything. They have a shipping. Every, you know, I've seen things online. Oh, is that how they get the Mosasaurus into the thing? Like, okay, you don't build, you don't build that waterway for one dinosaur you build that waterway because you plan on shipping animals to your hmm. copycat jurassic world like yeah very well you, very well could be you know um you that is like your major throughway into like delivery like you know delivery and shipping it's like it's like mm-hmm. he's kind of created i feel like this is like a this is like a mini nublar almost like in in building form and he's just gonna be pumping these animals out and sending them yeah, to wherever very, you, very well you could know, be. Wants. Like, 
Yeah, just, I, didn't, I didn't necessarily think about what the waterway was for. I, I always just kind of looked at it and was like, oh, that's weird. Um, but yeah, like a little canal is kind of interesting, a dock. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I think this is a pretty interesting setting that I think this is where the finale of the film takes place. Like at the yes. end of the trailer, you see the entire mountainside in flames. And you can actually see down there, there's those, those two buildings. There are these two right. like outposts over here, yeah. which there is like... Um, I know there is an outpost playset coming. Uh, that is one of the Mattel outpost, you know, playsets coming uh, down the road. And I would assume it's probably one of these things, like these little towers. Um, yeah, probably. And so it's pretty cool. Um, but I, I like this. I like this facility. It's very, very interesting. And, and look at this copter. I mean, I don't know anything about helicopters, but does that exist? Is that real? Yeah, that I think something similar. Looks amazing. I think something, I think something exists similar to that. Well, Alan um, Grant is definitely showing up. He's like, hey, what's going on down there? What do you got down there? Dinosaurs? Uh, I don't know what he's looking at, but this could be a completely different location. There is like a mountaintop down here. Oh, my gosh, the mouse is so big. Um, so you can see it moving in the window. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where this does. Where this going. does feel to me like the very first time in Jurassic that, like, we have something – I mean, I'm not going to say a building like that doesn't exist, but it does feel very like Marvel Camp Cretaceous. Like this feels like I haven't finished. Oh my god, this building's not in Camp Cretaceous, is it? Uh um, no, no, it's not it's not in Camp Cretaceous, but Camp Cretaceous takes, you know, the um the sci-fi elements to another level, right? And it and it has yeah. like, you know, it, it kind of feels like this. Like there's there, I mean, there is a building similar to this, uh, kind of in that show, but I'm not trying to compare the buildings. But, um, but this is just a, a take on Apple headquarters. If you look at Apple headquarters, it's like literally the same building. Um, mm. So, you know, it's just that. Uh, so I don't think this is like some hidden thing. I think everybody probably knows about it. But um, how is it, dude? How is it not hidden? There's no parking lot. Where are the workers? Where are the workers? Parking? They live there. They live there. I don't know. <laughs> okay, well then, it's definitely a secret. Like, it's not like, I, you know, uh, I just... maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I mean, it's in a mountainside. It's kind of like that bond, like layer kind of thing, right? It does have that vibe to it, I guess. Um, this to me just feels like something very like it. It does feel like the first time in Jurassic where we have something like straight out of the Marvel universe, and mm -hmm. I'm a little hesitant about that, except for like, I mean, I I also need this building to have a history. Like, I need it can't. It can't just be something that was built in the last like five years, right? It doesn't make any sense. Like, I want this building well, to have like a history, like, like this has been going on since nineteen ninety three or seven. Like, maybe maybe Nedry was pillaging the Lost World or something, you know, um, to kind of fast track his his endeavors, right? And maybe this facility has been here since the nineties. You know, we're always talking about like, look, the Lockwood Manor doesn't justify how dinosaurs take over the world. Like no, mm. there wasn't enough escape, but if this thing has been producing dinosaurs since the nineties and maybe he never figured out like how to age them. And so like, maybe he's literally, maybe it's like the coming of age of his, of his animals where it's like, finally, it's been 20 years. I finally have animals that are like full size and like ready to be shown off. And he's like getting ready to like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I it could be, it. it could also be some sort of like, um, hunting 
preserve kind of facility or something like that where they produce yeah. the dinosaurs and then release them into this area with the the outposts and stuff like that or or maybe inside this circle there maybe they could release them in there or something there is like a little okay. facility or something in the middle here which is kind of interesting looking but interesting. Okay, who knows cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it is kind of like a it's a very interesting looking building and I, I can't wait to see what it is but i think like if you look at the technology like we haven't really seen outside of Jurassic World all that often, you know, outside of Nublar. Um, in this day and age, we saw, like, an airport. We saw the uh, Zach and Gray's house. We saw uh, a little bit of San Francisco. I think that was about it, and some of California and stuff right at the end. But... Um, but yeah, I don't. We don't know what the world is like. And if you if you watch Camp Cretaceous and you want to consider that canonical, like it, um, you know, it has a lot of advanced tech in that show, especially in season four, where you're like, well, that was only 2016 that they had that tech. What is it like now in 2022? So who knows? But Grant doesn't like. He is concerned, man. He does not like what he sees. Um, no, he's not. He's like, I know there's dinosaurs and whatever I'm looking at, and I don't like that. Yeah, and I like this though. I do like this. This is fantastic. I love. Yeah. I think this looks so good. I don't <laughs> care what your friends say about CG or whatever, but like, I think this looks amazing. I think this looks cool. I think you know, <laughs> it gives me definitely the the framing of this reminds me of the the Kenner card of the Raptor <laughs> in the in the it's hallway. It's literally the exact same framing. Like it's so yeah, good. It, it, it really is. is. Um, which is like, which is funny. Uh, I'll send you because I'm. I also have been working on a project, and it's like the exact. My project is like legitimately based off of. Uh, here, I'll I'll show. So like, this came out, and I was just wrapping up. Sorry, I'm vamping here because I want to. Well, I, I mean, if if, you if you're that. sending me the picture, I mean, I've seen what you've been working on. So, did I send it to you? Well, the you final? posted oh, it. You you posted it online, but then, but yeah, you. Oh yeah, that's yeah. the final. Go ahead, pull it yeah, up okay. on like. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't uh, have that capability in this current oh, format. Well then, <laughs> oh, like, can I not even send you something? Uh, I no, yeah. Right. Don't, let's not Calling let's not mess with look, it. Hey, let's not mess with it. Go follow, go follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter, and you can see it. I posted it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and, it's like, uh, it's identical to that shot. It's like, it's, identi cool. it's like identical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, like this gives me, this gives me that vibe. I'm, I'm down with this. This makes me feel like this is a smaller sequence though. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's a very interesting place. Uh, it looks like a different, you know, it has to be a different place than, you know, this headquarters here. I, I think it's not the right. same facility right? as that. Um, so like this, the fact that this is going everywhere is so cool. Um, Look at this thing. Like, and it's also a dam too, by the way. Like, there's certainly, you know, they they are on the ice, on top of this dam, which is kind of interesting. This thing's running along the dam. The pyroraptor, which is what we're talking about here. The pyroraptor looks so good. My God, oh, like the high def version looks amazing. I love this. They they've definitely. I think you know a lot of people have complained about the raptors not being scary. Um, hopefully, it looks like they've changed that. Here, so I mean, and this is maybe, the end. Of, I, this is yeah, yeah, maybe, but this is the conclusion of a Jurassic era. Like, what? How do you feel when you read that? Oh, that really scares me. <laughs> it it really does. Um, 
I think we're out of a job. I don't, no, don't you mean not even that. that. You, did, you didn't say you didn't finish the line. I'm, I'm, I'm because so I don't think that's where I don't think that's where this is going. <laughs> Who knows? I I am I am highly worried that this leads into a new era of universal monsters, and not to like not to bring in not to bring in like you know Frankenstein and the, the classics, but. Scorpius, Indoraptor, weird things like that, human hybrids. Human hybrids. Like, I just feel like so much of the really loose science and so much of, like, the justification we, uh, the fandom has made for why the dinosaurs look and act and sound and wah, 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 different. Like, you just keep driving home this idea that they're not really dinosaurs. I'm highly concerned that this leads into Universal making monster movies and using the Jurassic era as its like as its history. Hmm. Does that maybe? I, I I just think like in terms of the Jurassic era, I just think that's like the Jurassic Park era. Like all the storyline that we know is is done. Um, I don't think that means you're getting like off-the-wall stuff. I, th- I think that means, like, we're just moving on. We're moving on to new stories, new characters. Um, I had this fun fun idea the other day. Like, like you could do you could do a spin-off stories without touching on InGen or the parks or Hammond or anything like that. You yeah. could do spin-off stories um, set on it, oh, insanely huge spectrum. Like, you, you could, like, we've always talked about that little story, like, of a small town with the raptors on the, in the forest or something like that. Perfect story. Perfect story. Mosasaurus movie. Perfect story. But I, I was, like, thinking maybe, maybe you could, like, set a storyline, like, a timeline infinitely long where, like, you get, like, a movie close to home, but then you get a movie, like, where humanity has fallen and it's, like, way down the line like hundreds of years down the line or something like that. And it's still part of the Jurassic saga, but not like the Jurassic era <laughs> of movies. Like, I, I think that could be interesting where like you, you get a movie that's hundreds of, of years in the future and, and it's kind of like Planet of the Apes or something like that. Like, you know, where you see uh, the, the the Statue of Liberty, like, no, like in the sand or whatever, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, something like that. And you just sit there and you watch this movie. You're like, that was an amazing movie. How did we get here? And then all of these other movies plot slowly plot to that point. Could be interesting. You don't think they get rid of the Jurassic World branding though, right? Like that seems like a huge mistake. I don't know. I mean, I would I would assume they would keep it, um, but uh, it's it's so like the t- movie, it's touchy. The movie you're it's... talking about has to be called Jurassic World thirty ninety nine or something. Like, <laughs> no, they just, they're, I, see, not getting, they're not getting rid of the Jurassic World brand. It's not. I think happen. is there a way to just make the logo just Jurassic instead of, you know, Jurassic World, Jurassic Park? Um, the maybe it's like the Jurassic Age or something like that. You know, like um, they always talk about a new age, you know. Um, so I, I think it's questionable because like the Star Wars stories haven't necessarily worked you know, as far as like the titling goes, you know, they, they made Rogue One, a Star Wars story, Solo, a Star Wars story. Now they don't make any more Star Wars stories. They just go to Disney plus and then they're not Star Wars stories anymore. So it's going to be touchy how they, 
how they how they work on that titling from here on out. I think I think they do still need to have that logo though. You know, the Jurassic logo. So maybe so, maybe that's why this movie doesn't necessarily ha- like they haven't been using the Jurassic World logo all that much in promotional stuff. Like at the end of this trailer, and and constantly, they, like in all the TV spots and the Super Bowl and stuff like that, it was literally they didn't even title the name of the movie. There was no title. It was just the the like the T Rex head. That was it. I think that's what this becomes. It's gonna be like, I don't know, Jurassic but, symbol. But, Man, but Mandalorian and, I mean, look, all the Marvel stuff starts with the Marvel fanfare. Yeah. Man, imagine how cool that would be, dude. Like with all these, you know, continually adding on to that. That would be really cool. I mean, maybe, but like I'm thinking, again, still, it's going to be Jurassic World. Like they've invested in that brand. They they invested it in so much that they just completely turned up their nose at Jurassic Park, which is what made them successful in I'm yeah. talking marketing things, you know. So like they've invested in this Jurassic World yeah, maybe maybe you're right. Maybe it is like Disney Plus where like because it still says Star Wars. Like the Disney Plus shows all start with a Star Wars now like logo of the helmets, and then they mm-hmm. say it says Star Wars, and then you just move on. So do you think Jurassic World just becomes the new the new banner, and then the movie can be just called whatever? Like it doesn't matter. Huh. Yeah, maybe. I have no idea, man. I it, I. I think the logo has to be involved in some way and maybe Jurassic world sticks and, and it just becomes all these subtitles, but I don't, I don't feel if you're going to change it up, I don't feel like you would do that. I think you would, like you're saying, have brand new branding and it's just like, maybe the Jurassic world logo is just small underneath. Maybe the Jurassic world logo is now the subtitle, you know? I mean, I for know. the record, I don't necessarily want new branding. I still, I think they've invested money in, the logo design and yeah. the words Jurassic World to be to mean something. And well, I so just, I just think it's interesting that, that that this is what they are going with. Like there is no title. There's no title card on this movie. It's just this. And and think about the prologue. Uh the prologue only used that like other one, that like uh, very rock looking one with the smoke. No no Jurassic World logo. Um so this is interesting that they, they are kind of a they're like moving away from it. They're kind of doing like what Fast and Furious has done in a way where it's like we're not even going to call these movies Fast and Furious. They're just F's now. F9. Like yeah. they've subtly like they've gone from the longest titles the Fast and the Furious uh you know and then subtitles and then they just went to Fast 5 or whatever and then Dude, Furious and then now it's just F F9. And that is what the movie is called, is F9. They did this so, with the first three movies, too. It's like, we're going to have two cohesive logos, and then we're just going to throw <laughs> yeah. some random one at you for the yeah. third one. They did it again. You're they right. They did it again. But it's 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 nice. It's a nice-looking logo. I, I love it. And, and I wonder if that's part of the strategy of disengaging from the property, in a way, you know? If they, if they just have this show up in the beginning, like you're saying, like a... And then, like, the title of the movie comes up, you know, like that. Yeah. It could be interesting, you know? They just fade in with this boom, 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 boom. Imagine, dude, imagine the, the Lost World. Doom, 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 doom. And it just, like, slowly fades in. That'd be so cool. Like the Marvel stuff. That'd be awesome. <laughs> anyway, let's go back to the 
the the the trailer. Uh, oh, okay. Look, so so take take a take a look at this shot of Ellie. Notice I anything? Also, notice anything yeah. different about about Ellie here? I mean, am I looking for a ring? There's no ring. Not this time. No ring. No ring. When is this set? What what's going on? Was that set earlier? Was she married back then, or did she just do it to like not like rile up Alan? You know. Did something happen I, in between? Like, what's going on? I think this is another sequence that could put, could potentially be the first sequence of the movie. Um, hmm. Interesting. Like, I Interesting. I think this could be. I think this is another potential for this to be an opener, um, because we've said a million times we don't want these characters just to be like, just to pop up. And I think having this be the opener sets her on her like hero's journey to go be involved in the story to go yeah. uh, find Alan because maybe, you know, she's a botanist and I would imagine that she is kind of on, she's at this location, maybe studying why maybe like the crops are dying off or something like that. And then comes across this extinct breed of locusts or something um, that these kids yeah. are, are running from, uh, you know, maybe she's in the region. Like maybe this is just like, the crop yields in the last five years have been minuscule by comparison. And Ellie Sattler was kind of called in to, to take a look into it. Not Ellie Sattler, but like whatever company it is that she works for or something. She um, work for Biosyn? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I no, mean, I love, I love where you're going though. I love that idea of, you know, this is, this is what she does. This is her job. You know, she's not looking into diners, dinosaur stuff. She has nothing to do with that. Um, she's at a farm. Wondering what the heck is killing off all the the plant. I mean, look, it's a desolate looking place. Like it looks like it's like been broken down for a little while and have like struggling. These poor kids right. are getting attacked by some some bugs or something. And there is a nice little parallel if these are bugs. Um, you know that shot from the prologue starts off with a a big massive bug landing on the trunk of a tree that turns out to be a a, a dinosaur like. You know, yeah. so it's like a nice little parallel there. Yeah, I think I, I think this has potential to be the opener of the film. Um, that's that's interesting, especially from a ring standpoint. <laughs> so if this is the opener, so uh, let me let me go back to this point that um, Colin ring had gate. said. Yeah, Colin had said something um, at some point in time in some article or somewhere that this movie is structured different than other movies. Or in a in a unique way. Do you remember that there was a quote like that somewhere? No, but I think we were kind of. I think we were kind of going to be. I think this was kind of expected with the fact that we've seen the image of what we very very much assume is the Jurassic Park laboratory, right? So, okay, yeah, mm -hmm. and with the InGen box and all that stuff. So we've kind of assumed for a while that this was going to be structured in a way where flashbacks could be a part of how they tell this story um, and not just be a linear A to B or A to Z like all the other movies have been, you know? Um, yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to find the quote. Um, Cause I, I can't seem to find it um, at the moment. But there was definitely a quote at some point in time where Colin said that it's not structured 
like a normal movie. I thought it would be here, but maybe it was in some other article. Um, so it makes me wonder, yeah, if this is at the beginning, like how how do all these characters come together? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. But I, I am I am interested to see what's happening here. Um, all these bugs flying down. That looks terrifying. Then we got a shot of Claire here, and I, I want to take a listen to this real quick. Come back. I always come back. Come back. I always come back. Do you think he comes back? Yes. Dude, you are not <laughs> you are not getting the death of Owen Grady in this movie. Dude, I think we might. I think we might. Do you really say that like that many times? You know? Do you say the words I always come back and then you come back? Like I feel like that's like that's a a big setup. Like, you know, somebody says that line and then they die right away. You, you know? Not, you are not <laughs> You are not getting the death of Owen Grady in this movie. You're not. Maybe, maybe. I just don't believe it. No, nah, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's, it's possible. I mean, didn't, but... didn't he have? A, didn't he have a very, a very similar line in Fallen Kingdom? In yes, the bunker? that's the, that's what I mean. Like, how many times can you say that and still come what back? Is, what does he say in that movie? I think it's the same line. I think it's literally like. Like, he jokes about it, like, you know, I, I forget, but there's a joke in there. Um, but it's, like, the same kind of line. Like, why would it, why would they make that joke twice? Because I think this is, I think this is just them having their their relationship moment. Like, this is a familiar thing to that they say to each other. Because there's no way that these two are broken up. But, like, again, at the beginning of this movie no you know? no no so, no i, I definitely no that's not the case i just think like you know i just think that he's it's a interesting he's to a, say that twice he's a dinosaur wrangler at this point like he's obviously out on the job wrangling dinosaurs close to his cabin you know what i'm saying yeah. like yeah so I yeah know. he's used to being out there a lot more this time around but i think like right. it's an interesting thing the fact that they say it basically two times. Um, but then we got them back in Malta again. Owen's hopping on the motorcycle, getting chased by two different Atrociraptors, I believe. I don't think that's the same uh -huh. one that was chasing Claire. Look at that goofy-looking guy. Uh, and then we've got that ghost-looking yeah, one. Ghost is over there on goofy. the right. They're goofy. Yeah, they're, they're, they're goofy beefy. They're massive-looking. They don't look like they could be as agile and fast as they are. I think that's what's... I don't know. Really weird. I know every everyone's excited about their hands being oriented the proper way. Like, sure, okay. Like this shot though, like of them. This this to me was so unexpected when Owen's on this motorcycle turned in that corner. Very John, James Bond sequence here. Look at the lighting on this atrocer out there. Oh, it's so good. Oh, that's fantastic. And then he turns this corner, being chased by two atrociraptors, and there's 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 an Allosaurus. There's an Allosaurus and the Carnotaurus facing yes, off against like, each other. I'm just like, something is happening. Like, how did these two dinosaurs? I mean, come on, we have to believe that these are Nublar dinosaurs, right? So, like, how did these two wind up in Malta and like 
I mean, is there more? Was there more than one Allosaurus coming out of out of Lockwood Manor that like there could be one at Battle at Big Rock and then another one in Malta? Like, yeah, it just I seems think, like I think so. I think, yeah, I think this is. I don't know. I mean, I have no idea, man. To be I honest, just think that, like, <laughs> I, I think, think this that... is the one from Fallen Kingdom, this Carnotaurus. Um, yeah. but the, this one, I, maybe it's the one from battle of big rock. I don't know. I mean, apparently we are getting a sequence from battle of big rock in this movie because it was in the prologue that was in theaters. Um, but I want to, I want to bring you to this point here. It's uh, let's switch over here. I think it's this one. All right. So what do you, have you seen this yet? This image here of a, it's a wallet from our buddy, Michael Corelli. Uh, you know, Michael as somebody who dresses up, uh, as Owen and goes to like theme parks quite a bit. Um, he found this wallet for sale at Universal Orlando, and it's the it's a wallet that has like a poster image, basically like of like a a, a wrestling poster or something like that, or a boxing match or something, where you would hang this up, and it's got it says the fight of the year. It's got the Allosaurus versus the Carno, and uh, it says Saturday, July thirtieth, uh, uh, July thirtieth, with a Jurassic logo. It's got fight ring, uh, amber clave. Night Market, Malta, 8 p.m., $20, however however many dollars that is on Malta. I don't know. But um, interesting, right? Like, is, is this not, like, a, a little interesting tidbit? Does this tie in, or is this just, like, somebody got a glimpse of this sequence, and then they just made their own poster art for a, wall, for a wallet? This was on sale at Universal? Mm-hmm. Universal yep. is selling this product. Yep, this is and the other side is just like a standard wallet where you put your cards in or whatever. Interesting. Right? It's pretty amazing. I mean like like we kind of expected it, like right, people were buying dinosaurs and you have to you have to find other ways to make them part of entertainment aside from like a zoological thing, right? And dinosaur fights like we had talked about as zombie fights is is something that people would pay money to go see. You know, um, because that's what people want. They want yeah. dinosaurs fighting, right? Um, but it's interesting that like they're like just so blatant about it early on in their like in their souvenirs. Yeah, I mean, this could be totally legit that on Malta they are doing underground fights. I don't think like this setting that that is I don't in think like this is even underground. Oops. No, 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 no. Well, th- what I was gonna say is I don't think like uh, I just skipped past it by mistake here in the the video let me go back um, well, i don't now, think this... this i don't think this is the under like this is the battle that people are expecting look none of these people are like they're not watching a battle they're scared they're running no no lives. no these things so these things got out they got out but i think maybe this could be legit in terms of like there is a battle but some like owen or barry or somebody or claire let them out and and now they are front and center in this uh, plaza here in on Malta. But like, I think it's pretty interesting that this this I mean, could this be legit. Changes, this changes my like my rigid stance that the Atrociraptors were created by uh, Dotson. Like, I'm thinking that like Dotson has like his own like quote raptor pack. Like, the Atrociraptors could essentially be could have been a part of like the Nublar story, right? They could be Nublar dinosaurs too. It just seems that like somehow well, a large group of dinosaurs has shown up in like 
this company in Malta has bought a bunch of species of dinosaurs and it's an attraction in Malta to fight dinosaurs after the events of Fallen Kingdom. And it, man, that's interesting, dude. Like, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I wanted to bring up another picture here. Bear with me. Let's just go to that. Um, so I want to go back over here real quick. So this is that Lego set, right? <laughs> that has the uh, Atrociraptor coming out of this truck, which like this truck is uh, is like made for this Atrociraptor, it seems like. So is this something that plays into the story of the film? Like, I feel like, you know, maybe they just corral these Atrociraptors around the world and just bust them out of these trucks. Like, I think that's possible. Like the truck itself is fairly thin. So I feel like it's like only made for like one Atrociraptor to go in each truck. But if this plays in the film, I, I have no idea. But um, I don't think it's I don't think it's going to be like, uh, you know, like the Pseudoceratops was on the, you know, on the boat and we never saw it kind of thing. I don't think it's going to be like that. Um, but I, I don't know. Do you I, think, I think you think, think Dotson is like, look, dinosaurs have been. See, I don't want Dotson to have only been creating dinosaurs from 2017 or 2018 to now. Like, I want Dotson to have more of a history with creating dinosaurs. So, like, part of me is yeah. like, okay, did, did Dotson see that dinosaurs are now viable again as a money-making thing and then start making his own dinosaurs to supply, to, to like, to meet the demand of dinosaur attractions around the world? And, like, that's how we're going to get the spread? Yeah, Which, I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, the, yeah, the world, like, we could have no clue but there could be other parks out there you know there could be like there is disney world and there's universal there's two separate companies with rival theme parks this could very well be the case we have never but seen I it i feel like no that can't be the case as of 2018 though because like they talk about the dinosaurs on newborn yeah, as being true. like the that's last true. of their the last of their kind at least that we at least that like people know about mm -hmm. you know so that's why saving the nublar dinosaurs is so important, even though you could just make more. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's super weird. Like Dotson has to come into this. Well, again, it's, it, he sees an opportunity to make money. Yeah. And Colin's been saying the whole Apple versus Windows thing. Like now anyone can make dinosaurs kind of thing. But like, again, I want, I want Dotson to have been a little more nefarious than like just like creating dinosaurs since 2018. I kind of hope that there's more of a history there. Well, I hope it's um, that history that we discussed. Like, I, I really want that outcome um, of of Wu following up on that Barbasol can or somebody following up on the Barbasol can and Dodgson and Wu working together to try to make something work, but the DNA wasn't viable. And then they they failed. You know, like, I would love to see that sequence of them really trying to make the dinosaurs again in Biosyn headquarters and then just not, not, it not working, you know, and not coming to fruition. And there's a, like, there's like a little bit of your history of, as far as like what they've been up to, what have they been doing, like why they failed, how they, how they actually did and maybe what, what they went on to do after that. Um, but I do think, I think that they're only going to have started from 2018. I don't really feel like there's going to be any other history outside of him okay. trying, but I don't know. I have no idea. We'll um, find but out, I, right? but I, mean, I think, but I think this is interesting though. Like this, this could potentially tie into <coughs> into the film, or it could just be some cool poster that you know somebody that designed. Because uh, they do have a really 
awesome person out there that designs, you know, cool merch at, um, you know, Universal Orlando. So maybe yeah. it's just something that they just made. But, uh, you know, maybe they heard that there was a cool sequence of uh, Allosaurus and, you know, Carno in Malta. And then they just made this up. And they just made you know? this up, yeah. Yeah, it's possible, yeah. but I, I don't know. But um, let's move on here. It's going really long. So uh, we have a chase down here. Owen or Chris Pratt was not in Malta at all. So this is all fake Chris Pratt face. Um, good shot of the Atrociraptor up there. Yeah, that was actually a really good shot. Clear shot. Jumps down and certainly kills Owen right here. <laughs> That's the spot where Owen dies. That's why they blacked out. Um, and then this is uh, all they needed. This is all they needed to show us. By the way, yeah, that's and, all they needed to show us. And it's like the the trailer kicks into another gear at this point. Like yeah, it, it, it really, really does. does. Like it's like it blacks out, and you're like, oh, the trailer's over. Oh, nope. It's like we're gonna go silent for a second, and just like, man, man, man. Warning. Uh, you think that's another plane up top? You think there's a plane up there making that noise above us? No. It's not a plane. She, but what I find interesting is she knows it's not. Like, I mean, granted, yeah. it's like kind of obvious, but like, yeah, she knows she knows what it is, right? Like, that's what you gather from this this yep. interaction. Yep. Yeah, she knows. I mean, she, she, you know, she's this is her plane. Which, if you look at it, like it's very personalized. There's like dinosaur yeah. stickers on the window. So, it, I wonder if she's like part of a team like their team and not just some like pilot for hire because like she's got dinosaur stickers all over the place. Like it looks like there's a cat's like over here. I don't know if it is, but it kind of looks like one. Um, so I have no idea, but very personalized Christmas lights. You got beads hanging up. Um, I dig it. I think it's a really cool looking plane. Um, but then we move on to the cats attacking and obviously this plane crashes into whatever this location is back here, right? That's how they get down here. This is set uh, after after this moment. Maybe. Because the plane goes Why down. Why do you think that? Is there, oh, there is snow in the background because, of this? Yeah, there's right. like, it's a very like snowy, see, look, same kind of mountain tops and stuff like that in the background there. Um, and then obviously I think there's shots out here. Like, oh my God. And as soon as, dude, dude so this great. trailer, it's when so this when, when when this trailer happened, I and this this claw clamped on, I'm like, yes, it's happening. And then this shot of the cats, dude. We have talked about the cats so much on this show about like getting the cats and uh, having like similar sequence that we saw in that test footage and stuff. And th- that's certainly not the case, but like the fact that we're getting one, I hope there's another one. I hope there's two of them. I want to see like multiple of them just flying through the air and. Obviously, there was several, many of them in the prologue. So the assets are there. Just make multiple of them and just fly them around each other. I want to see that so bad. Um, but this thing is just incredibly beautiful. Attacking at this, this, this plane, like oh my Look god, how big it is. it's so big. My own, I mean, like honestly, the only thing that I could say to make this shot any cooler and better would have been if they would have done a black and red cats instead of. Uh, their own their own color choices but um but this I mean, this whatever, color choice so this cool. color choice feels so jurassic to me and i love it i love it oh, oh that's interesting because i start feeling like they, they, we start getting into this 
mode, and I've said it over and over again, like we're getting away from the McCreary stuff. And this definitely feels like a, a transition, a major transition out of like, if this is a, if this is a Nublar based dinosaur, I'm going to be like really upset. But like, I feel because... like it has like vibes of like, like the color schemes and stuff of like the lost world pteranodons and stuff like that. Like it's kind of like Ooh. along those lines. So it feels, feels legit to me. Like I, I love it. I think it's so, so good. Maybe it's way more bigger than it should be, but I don't care. I think it looks awesome. Exactly. Like that was like, I saw that complaint on the yeah. day one. The old catch is like way too big. And it's like, just have fun. Like just have this fun. Is, this is the movie where a cat is attacking in a, pla a plane. That's incredible. I never would have thought we would have gotten here, but here we are. Look at this shot. Like everything about this is incredible. Like the, the, yeah, the, the, the whole body of this plane is just destroyed. And look, yeah, you can see it's like very snowy down there. Cats takes off. And then we got, obviously they've, they've abandoned ship, Ejected, right? Ejected, yeah. And, and now there's also pteranodons. So not only cats, new, but there's pteranodons. Nublar, Jurassic World, pteranodons, yeah. And also, I don't know if that's a dimorphodon over there or not, but it kind of. No, it's too big. Yeah, it might be too big. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, Claire's getting attacked. So that's the moment right here where Claire dies. Um, and then they cut to another shot and, um, and then this shot, very cool. We've got those, uh, battle of big rock Nasuda Ceratops here. And, uh, which, you know, it looks like the same ones, which this yeah. shot, wait, I don't know where this is. Maybe this is the, uh, department of fish and wildlife airport that was in that Lego set. And they're trying to get their mm. baby back. You know, they maybe they're trying to get their baby back. Oh my gosh. Because that's what was in that set, right? It was a T-Rex and a baby egg. They're like, give maybe. us our baby. Give us our baby back. Like this shot, dude, is just one of the coolest Jurassic shots I've ever seen. It reminds me of, there was a comic book card uh, that came with a Jurassic Park comic book and it was a Triceratops taking on a Jeep and the Jeep was like, on its side and like the Muldoon quote character was like trying to lasso this Triceratops as his car is like toppling over. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like this is really cool. Um, and we did see a, a baby Nasutoceratops in a, uh, a cage, right? Yeah. Colin shared that a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. So maybe this could be set like before battle at big rock or something like that. Who knows? It could be at any point. Um, and then we got that other Lego set right here. Right. Uh, oh, mm -hmm. <laughs> erupting into woo! Look at look at Beta. That's hilarious. I shared an image of of blurry Beta at this moment. And I said, "This is how I felt right here. This shot. This is how I felt watching the Jurassic World Dominion trailer." And then I got well over two thousand likes on that that tweet. <laughs> wow! <laughs> it went it went pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, erupts in, and I don't think we can like slow mo and stop and see, but. I don't see any trap or anything in the air, but blue is certainly like looking up. And then here comes Rain Delacourt in his red yeah, truck. Yeah, like there's the truck, right? Yep, yeah, there's the truck. Um, and then this dude, I think you're. I feel like you'd love this shot here. Does this give you vibes of the Lost World? Does this like? Uh, is this like? Um, I did love this shot. Yeah. Like that? Uh, the Kenner, uh, you know, yeah. that container yeah. thing from the Lost World. Um, yeah. Very, yeah, very much vibes from the book too of that that. Thing that hangs down from the high hide uh i guess this yeah. is the uh giganotosaurus uh, probably i guess um, oh do we know that i don't know i don't know if we i don't know i mean it's not no confirmed but it maybe <laughs> could be um 
and then we got this awesome shot. Look at this shot. Look at this shot. Amazing. Amazing. And this is like, this is certainly vibes of like Nedry going to steal the embryos, right? Like it's got vibes of that. This is what I'm saying. Like you tell me ahead of time that the old crew is coming back and I kind of don't care until I get shots like this. And I'm just like, Oh my God. Like they're, they're working. John Campia has said it. You've said it like early on. This movie is doing what Star Wars failed to give the fans, which was mm-hmm. wanting like the old crew really interacting with the new crew and doing it in a way where they were all together, as yeah, opposed to like giving thing, like yeah. yeah, as opposed to giving like each one of the old crew their own movie. Fans wanted the generations to come together, and this movie is doing it, um, and it, that's what's exciting to me. Yeah. I, my oh, hope, my hope stage. is pretty high. My hope is pretty high that we will still get that moment in Star Wars. <laughs> I, uh, I, I feel no. like we still will. I feel like we still will. You know, you know. I mean, I hate to break it. You know, Carrie Fisher's not around, right? Oh, I know, I, I know, I know. And and, and also Harrison Luke, Ford Luke and also like nothing to do. Uh, well, I don't know about that, but I, I know you know Luke is certainly not like thirty years old anymore uh and that's possible and um you know i know i know there might be there might be some de-aging in the next indiana jones so let's 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 think about how that might tie into star wars um but uh <laughs> but uh and, and and certainly carrie fisher has already been de-aged for rogue one so put them all together make it happen um anyway uh we've got we've got alan grant with a wrench in his hand how awesome is that that is so good i I just the only thing that would make it better is if he just had like a nuke in his hand from the toilet (laughs) it's just i oh i wish i wish there was a white shirt grant i wish he was wearing like just a white shirt you're never gonna get it i know you think they're gonna put alan grant anything other than his his blue no i guess that mistake they made that mistake i know look what happened i just want that that kind of white shirt grant to make sense to me and uh, you know but this is a cool shot. They're in some sort of like boiler room or something like that, um, chasing down some 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 dinosaurs. It's giving me very I much wish. vibes of like the, um, and it obviously it cuts to a Dilophosaur, but it gives me vibes of like Jurassic World Aftermath, where there was like this underground area that had like pipes and stuff, and there was Dilophosaurs like hidden all over the place. Um, yeah. So I wonder if it's something like that. That could be cool. But then we do cut to Dilophosaur. And this is uh, actually right here is the moment where Claire dies. So. Uh. <laughs> How come every shot of Claire is her dying? Why is that the case? Why is that the case? How many times can you come that close to death and make it out alive? I'm going to say something really unpopular. <gasps> no, you. <laughs> I was hesitant when they announced that they were changing their puppeteering, uh, mm-hmm. their puppeteering staff, and they were going with the puppeteers from like Dark Crystal. Um, I was nervous about that. Then I saw those copies that I had a very unpopular opinion of them being off reference because they looked weird and different. Um, and I was like, okay, so the copies are weird and different. Um, you know, whatever. They're just mm-hmm. compies. Like it's not like they're gonna be the star of the show. And uh this is 
this is a weird looking Dilophosaurus to me. I don't know if it's because it's a puppet and we've seen so many CG things now that like the puppets stand out, but like, I feel like it's dimensions here of its head are like way off by comparison to the old Stan Winston one. Yeah. And it just, I don't know. So like, I'm, well, I'm really nervous about the puppeteering work in this movie because I yeah. feel like every puppet we see has a weird quality to it. Um, yeah, you know, we we did we did see um, it was leaked back in Fallen Kingdom days, right? Where the T Rex was in that truck, and I remember looking at that and I was like, "Oh no, that does not look good. That looks bad, very bad. It does not look anything like our T Rex that we know." Um, yeah, but, but I think when the whole thing yeah, CG. once the time the film no, when the time the film came out, it was like yeah, it looked re- it looked le- pretty legit. Um, I think the only thing that's weird about this is maybe the eyeballs. Um, they look like fake eyeballs. Um, this one has like a like a monitor or something like in the eyeball there. Um, yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna get that. Yeah, that, they um, they add that stuff in. They add that stuff uh, in, even if yeah, even if it doesn't naturally show up, they still put that stuff. Oh, in. Oh yeah, yeah, it's like film grain. Your brain mm-hmm. expects to see it, so they put it in, even like in Which, CG and stuff. Like, in this trailer, like the film grain, grain is heavy, dude. It looks it looks fantastic, actually. Um, yeah. But but look at the eyeball here. It's like very like dazed. It's like half closed, and then here it's like ah, just fully wide open. I'm actually cool. Yeah. Like look at the tongue. Looks blue here, but then not at all here. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, it does at the, it's look, at the get tip, rid of your but, but look button. at. But dude, look at no, look how blue this entire tongue looks straight blue. And then here it's just like under under know, we'll the see, play button. <laughs> I'm still holding out that there's a surprise with the Dilophosaurus because I think it was kind of uncool. If this is our Dilophosaurus sequence, I think it was kind of uncool to like put the thing in the trailer and like this one's bigger, but it's still not yeah. as big as a Dilophosaurus. So you know, I'm, I'm actually, yeah, sizing it up, but. I'm cool with the size up and I, I actually don't mind it looking a little different. I like think, you know, any of them can look different. It's fine with me. I don't care. Um, but I, I, yeah, it's a, it's a little weird. When I first saw this, I was like, yeah, that looks weird. Oh, it looks like CG to me. And then all of a sudden I watched it again. I'm like, oh no, that just looks like, like a weird practical thing. <laughs> so it was like, I think that's what, what's good about it though, is the fact that like things can confuse you. And when you're confused by what you're looking at, like it, that works for me. It stuck out to me so it stuck out so much as a puppet, like as an animatronic that like I'm starting to wonder. It's like you you can't have it both ways. It's like it can't be like oh the CG looks terrible and then oh the puppets look terrible. It's like mm-hmm. I know that's just... that's the age old argument in this franchise and it's so boring and tiring at this point. Like like we've always said, I know what is real in the in the first movie and I know what's fake in the first movie and that's okay. Like, right. I know this is yeah. I know this is real, but like the next shot probably not going to be real. You know, it's just going to be like jumping around or something. Right. Um, so it's easy to distinguish, but uh, I think it looks fun. Looks all wet and gross. But then we uh, cut to one of the final <sighs> sequences here. Everybody they together. To, they didn't even have to do the Avengers style turnaround. Man, they just got everyone together. You know, the only thing that could make it any better would be to stick like Lowry and uh, <laughs> uh, oh, what's his buddy's name in the first movie um, that we know is in this movie? Uh, oh, Barry. Barry, yeah. I mean, 
golly, man, maybe they maybe they've digitally painted out Sarah Harding out of this image. <sighs> oh, that would uh, be for amazing. The trailer. It's never, it will never happen. Um, it's like that Lost World trailer that we're gonna get right with all the characters right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like, it's the thing that we we want, but it's never gonna happen. Yeah. Um, no, I I think um I, I I can't imagine there's other people, but like this is plenty. But um, but yeah, this is just amazing. Like, I again, I don't understand how these people are together, why they're together, why are they all working together? None of this makes any sense. But um. But yeah, this is certainly that place that we saw from way above before, you know, in yeah. the, uh, the Apple yeah. headquarters. Um, but I love it. I love it. I got to play some audio here. Don't move. Don't them them doing the don't move, dude. So Marvel, like that is that is Star Lord and Thor together, <laughs> which which hilariously he is Star Lord and he was in Thor. So it worked, yeah, yeah. and so so was Jeff too. So <laughs> both of them were in Thor. Um, I like them doing that is so funny. It's great. It's great for fan service. I do wish that we had a little bit more history on Owen's uh, interaction with the dinosaurs, as opposed to like, we kind of just know that he was really just a Raptor handler. Mm -hmm. And in the Jurassic franchise Raptors, it's the moving part is not really a thing. So like, I guess historically, I wish we had a little bit more, a little more story with with the day-to-day of like what owen does like does he does he interact with any other dinosaurs because all we really know of is the raptors um just just as a like as no, a nerdy well, thing i kind of wish we had that in retrospect but this is still cool this is still a great they have a commonality here which i think yeah. is is great you know yeah surely um, surely we don't like see him learning about dinosaurs not you know the 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 trait of the t-rex not you know not seeing you if you don't move kind of thing um maybe it's just something he picked up when he was at the park and it's, he certainly had plenty of dinosaur interactions since then yeah and um so yeah i i don't i don't question it but yeah if uh if you know it's been four years and he's been out there in the wild maybe doing things like this maybe maybe working with the fish and wildlife maybe he's part of her crew you know, uh, Kayla's crew or something of tracking down dinosaurs. Like maybe they, he picked up some knowledge, but, um, sure. But yeah, I love this, this sequence here. We get, um, Giganotosaurus there stomping out. Just like, what so happened cool. here? What happened here, dude? It's just like on well, everything. Hey, on you, talk about, you talk about misdirection. Are they looking at the Giganotosaurus in this? Like, are they well, saying yeah. don't move the Giganotosaurus? Because the rule is the T-Rex. We don't know about Giganotosaurus. Yeah, I don't know if it's like... I see Alan would know the difference, right? Like, Owen could maybe not know the difference, but Alan would know. So if they're looking at the Giganotosaurus, I mean, do, does the don't move work? Like, we don't know. Um, but but I, but if, if what we're talking about with the prologue setting up this grudge match against the two big bads... It makes sense that the T-Rex would be right there in front of them, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess what's kind of frustrating is, like, first off, the don't move, like, that was, like, disproven a long, long time ago. And then even just the other day, well, you've seen this, like, this this insider video series where they get professionals to, like, kind of, like, rate different scenes or whatever. Um, I don't care. I don't care about that stuff. That's not in the world. Like, in world, nobody, no, I know. nobody said I know. otherwise. I but, like, 
it's so random that like the fans want like there's a group of fans that want these things to be so paleo accurate <sighs> but yet they're gonna get super excited when like disproven science from 20 years ago is like still like brought up like i yeah i don't understand why we need anything to be accurate in this movie you know it's just a movie who cares um right but uh maybe maybe the fact that uh ian here says why do they always have to go bigger like that kind of and this is not the t-rex foot like that maybe maybe they are looking at the the giganotosaurus alone like maybe that's it um this whole shot looks odd to me though like this doesn't look really fake it looks really fake yeah it looks really fake like so i don't feel like you can see like you can see like the mat lines of like the mountains Mm -hmm. in the back like against like a sky that doesn't i mean even though that might be accurate like to like a night sky against like a fire like i just don't believe it there would be more smoke along that skyline and like yeah just artistically it's like why would you why would you have that crisp difference in that thing? And then you have like, of course, the the set, and then you have like mm-hmm. stage lighting on them. They're lit from the front when clearly they have a very bright light behind them that should be <laughs> yeah putting them in like shadow. Yeah, so, like it's what, very odd. <laughs> yeah, like they're front lit, which means the light in front of them to do that has to be stronger than the light behind them. Because the stronger light is going to be the... It's just super weird. It's like a, it's a super weird, fakey-looking shot. Unfortunately, like I, I try not to be too hard on, like... I I really try to take all, all these CG shots. And, you know, the worst the worst I really want to say is, like, ah, maybe you could have done better. Maybe, you know, whatever. But, like, this shot, like, really stands out to me as, like, a Jurassic yeah. Park 3-level, like slap comp like it's really weird it does look like that moment where grant says don't move to everybody in jp3 and it's like kind of like odd looking right there but uh, so aside from odd looking because it definitely looks like they were just plopped into this whole sequence so none of this could be real we don't know um but i do like these rigs like this is that stuff that we saw i think from a top yeah you know and it looks like i wonder if this is some sort of like high hide type thing where like you get into this rig and you it's it it sends you up a little bit up here to the top and you're just you know just above the dinosaurs and you're able to watch them or you could get into that rig that Maisie was in and uh (laughs) get a little bit closer where was that shot this thing no this is gonna be something different there's no way they would like let you get in there and get bit by a dinosaur (laughs) it's gotta be the same place though i feel like it's the same same place i don't feel like that's even um, like a, I, I don't feel, feel like that's even like a cage that she's in i feel like that's yeah, it might those, not like, be ladders i feel like that's like a fire escape ladder or something that's like surrounded by honestly it looks like a roller coaster track or something like yeah it does or she's yeah it does look like a ladder i guess or something yeah like a radio maybe. tower ladder maybe i don't know if there's any ladders on this thing see anything but it does resemble like this cage kind of thing up here so who knows um but it's like a weird mix of like a construction rig but also like a viewing platform like i don't know what it is it's weird well it's definitely designed it it feels like it's designed to observe dinosaurs Mm -hmm. in a like in some kind of habitat so like yeah right maybe is this like a hunting grounds that's been created or is this like and it feels permanent. It doesn't feel like it was just like set up. No, yeah, this got to be permanent. 
But yeah, I don't know, man. This is a pretty interesting sequence, and I wonder how much of this is going to be real or fake. But um... I mean, the unfortunate thing is, like, regardless of real or fake, like that's the shot. Like, this movie has been in production for so long. It's not like a Marvel movie where, like, they're. I feel like there's you can look at the trailer, you know, three months out and understand sure. that the movie is still kind of being made, and so that you're going to see some quality changes. Like this movie is made. It's. So like, I don't think we're getting any, yeah. I don't think we're getting any like revamps on any of these shots. So like any shot that you have a problem aesthetically with, I think that's it. You know? Yeah. I think you're right. But uh, that brings us to the end of this, right? It's just the end. The logo oh, minus a so minus an good. actual film logo, just the, the T-Rex head in theaters, June 10th. And that's it. That is it. So yeah, man. So good, man. So good. We I'm just, so uh, excited. I feel like we just talked about that trailer for like two straight hours. What were we, we doing? Did. Why did we do that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm boy. Not eating dinner. I'm not eating dinner, buddy. We should, oh, man. Uh, well, 1 a.m. dinner? Nothing better than that, yeah. huh? We, we should uh, <laughs> say our goodbyes. Well, thank you so much for joining me once again on another installment of the Jurassic Wire. Where can anybody find you if they want to uh, talk to you online? Uh, you can find me at on Twitter at Aaron D. Byer. You can find me on Instagram at the Aaron D. Byer. And I feel like I posted my Raptor art on Instagram. So go check it out there. Uh, I might do something special for the Jurassic Park podcast. Ooh. Uh, for an upcoming thing. Okay. And up- That's all one I'll of those say. upcoming things. I like upcoming things. Um, yeah. I just added my handle in there because for some reason it disappeared, but I am at Brad Jost on Twitter. Um, go find the podcast at Jurassic Park Pod. And uh, yeah, upcoming things. There's going to be a lot of upcoming things because this film is upcoming. And I'm it's very an upcoming excited. thing. It is upcoming it's thing, an... yeah. So yeah. I'm very excited for upcoming things. Uh, but uh, what do you say we get out of here before other things come up? <laughs> it looks very possible at this day. Have a good night, man. Thank you. Thank you so, so much for listening to the 311th episode of the Jurassic Park podcast. Of course, a a huge thank you goes out to Aaron for, uh, you know, for for not talking any less than three hours with me. I made that joke on Twitter the other day. I'm like, literally, anytime Aaron and I talk, it, it can't be any less than three hours. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't know if you guys remember, but I was trying to whittle down the wire a little bit, make it a little bit more uh, easily listened to. It's not just like over, the, not so that you have to listen to it over the course of an entire week, but like maybe narrowing it down to like a day. Um, but uh, sorry, we, we can't really do that. It's over three hours long, so this is going to take you a little while to get to this point in the recording. So I hope you enjoyed it, and thank you so much to Aaron for joining me yet again. And I think it's just going to be a long string of wires coming up, you know? With all the news coming out, with all the uh, updates around the franchise and all the community stuff, there's really just going to be a lot of stuff to talk about. So, Aaron, 
just make sure you devote a lot of time for me. <laughs> We're going to be chatting a lot. Uh, so thank you so much to each and every person for listening to this episode. As always, stay safe out there. Uh, and even more importantly, stay kind. Our, our hearts are with, you know, each and every person out in Ukraine right now. It is uh, a terrible thing to see going on, you know, across the world. And our, like I said, our hearts are with each and every person. And uh, hopefully this, you know, can end. And that's why we want you all to stay kind and certainly stay safe. So please do us a favor, share the love, share the excitement for Jurassic, get people talking, get people excited, but also you know, look out for everybody else as well. So thank you so much for listening to this episode and, uh, and of course, for watching our content over on YouTube. Thank you so much. Stay safe, stay kind, and enjoy. I'm going to go ahead and hand it off to myself for the outro. Thanks, everybody. Saddle up. Let's get this movable feast underway. Be sure to give us a follow over on Twitter, at Jurassic Park Pod, and myself, at Brad Jost. Also on Facebook and Instagram, at Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to join the Jurassic Park Podcast group on Facebook. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So be sure to follow along. Also, don't miss our live streams, toy hunts, reviews, in-depth bonus content, gameplay, event and theme park coverage, and much more on our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We will read your reviews at the end of most episodes, so be sure to spare no expense. Find us on the web at JurassicParkPodcast.com, where you'll find today's episode's show notes, articles, contributor bios, and so much more. If you want to get a hold of us, you can fill out the contact form on our website or send emails to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. We're always looking for new segments, contributors, mailbag submissions, or anybody who just wants to say hello. Feel free to call our voicemail line at any time to leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Make sure to be kind to everybody and stay safe out there. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.